Stopped a little late. Okay. What's good? What's good, man? It's the word, my brother. Lights, camera, action. We back. Back, baby. I look forward to Saturday. Uh huh. Yo, 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 what up, JT? How you doing? The word, my brother, is Saturday. You know what time it is, man. Lights, camera, action. Let's get to it. We got some time, baby. Yeah, today's going to be a goodie, man. Today's going to be a goodie, man. How was your day, though? Everything was good? How you you doing during this week in quarantine? Everything is all right? Man, everything's good, man. I'm trying to get back in shape. I've been running more. Um, They finally opened the park back up in the back, so they got the little trail. Go back there, do my thing. Um, other than that, man, I'm, I'm good. Mental good, physical good, family good. So I'm I'm blessed, man. How about yourself? Good, man. Yo, it was hot. It's been hot for the last couple of days. So in the house with three kids, bro, I had to go outside, take them outside. Went to, went to my mom's, but she had a yard. So you know what I mean? So it's easy mm-hmm. for us to just, like, not be around people. I didn't want to – that um, – that COVID now is, is hitting kids, you know what I mean? So, uh, and I with that with that disease, I used, I had that disease once, that Kawasaki disease when I was younger. So mm-hmm. like I'm like mad cautious with my kids now. So it's like, but excuse me. Besides that, everything was great, man. I'm just can't wait for this shit to be over, man. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> we almost there. But, it's getting there. It's getting there. Yo, You're going in the right direction, which is good. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully sooner than later, but let's let's not rush it. I ain't rushing to be outside to get sick though. So, so. Nah, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, but um, we got that little out that way. But we're gonna uh, we got a special guest today. Like we speaking about family and and uh, my, he said his family's good and my family's good and my family's great. And uh, I got my family here today. That's gonna he actually uh had the coronavirus and uh, he's gonna let us know like what happened like how it was it's crazy because a lot of people out there don't believe that it's, it's hurting or some, some people don't believe it's true some people don't there's so so many conspiracy theories you know what i mean but i got i got a special guest coming in man hey man what's up what up josh what's up jt what's up bro how you doing what's going on guys we good we good we good i was just letting them know uh that uh, a lot of people right now, they think that this COVID, this, this pandemic is like, some people don't think it's real. Some people don't, they just, they don't believe it. Some just going outside, they don't care. You know what I'm saying? But something that you had it, you went through it. And there's a lot that uh, that, that people could just hear from you and, they, and, and understand like, this is real. You hear us? I think he froze. Oh, he froze, he froze, he froze. He froze. Wait, no. This is going to be an interesting perspective because you hear me? on the... On yeah, the we can hear you now. You got you got us? All right, all right. I'm, 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 I'm going to take him out. Right, um, yeah, man, what are you saying? No, I'm saying this is going to be an interesting conversation because... Um, this is a survivor. So this is somebody right. who had it, um, went through it. I don't know his story, so I'm not going to tell it for him. But 
to to hear from somebody who's been through it, especially for the people who still really aren't taking it seriously. It. Um, and yeah, understanding the magnitude of this. Um, I think it's something that people need to hear, especially for like, I think kids as well. Like kids aren't really taking it seriously. Like I went out to the back of Shorehaven yesterday and um, there was a bunch of kids playing outside, like normal, regular, hot day. And I get it, all right? It's hot, it's nice. And this is gonna be the mental battle that we have to deal with moving forward for this whole summer is it's fun worth the risk of potentially getting ill. And that's gonna be a real conversation that we have to have because every time you go out, you do essentially put yourself at risk. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, you, you can, can you hear us? I think he froze again. You guys are good now? Yeah, we can hear you. Uh, you froze. There we go. We good. Damn, Josh. Ah, uh, what up? We, I'm clear. I'm good. Yeah, we good. Yeah, we good. We good now. We good now. All right. A little bit right. good, but but uh, I was just letting you know, on. like uh, you you a survivor of this, you know what I'm saying? So um, you could there's a good perspective that you could tell people. Um, you want to just get in, like what happened, like. Yeah. I'm frozen. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't think he can hear us that well. He can't hear us that well. But they can finish it up. Yeah, man. I'm good. I'm good. Hello, you got it, Just we good. Yeah, we good. As long as you good, we good. All right. Yeah, yeah, I can see, I can see. No, we, just that Michelle was telling me it was, it was a little frozen. But yeah, um, yeah, I have asthma, so usually, you know, um, I thought I was having an asthma attack, like an asthma attack was coming on, but it lasted longer than usual. So usually, a week, and I'm good after I take my meds. But this was, it was dragging on for a while. It was, it was going on like two weeks, and then um, I actually went to my pulmonologist, who's a lung doctor. He checked me out. On a Tuesday, that was March 16th. Checked me out, listened to my lungs. He said everything was good, everything was clear. So I was expecting it to pass. I was just taking it as, you know, my asthma was going away. But it started getting worse right after that visit. Like that Wednesday, Thursday, I started having high fevers. I was waking up in, in the middle of the night with cold sweats, you know, freezing, shivering. Um, so then that Saturday, I couldn't take it anymore. You know, I couldn't I couldn't breathe. I wasn't getting any sleep in the house. So I just was like, I gotta go to the hospital. So my wife, she called the called the ambulance Saturday morning. Ambulance comes to get me, they come in the house and um they're like, all right, you know, they take my vitals, they listen to me breathing. It wasn't sounding too good. So I get ready to go in the, the ambulance. My wife, you know. Right away, the wife, she goes to jump in with us, and they're like, no, you got to stay. So right away, you know, I get nervous because I don't like going to the hospital at all, but now I got to go by myself. You know, mm -hmm. now I know she's freaking out because she wants to make sure I'm all right, you know. Um, but we get to the hospital, and they don't even let you in the emergency room when you go in, and you're suspected of having COVID. They don't even let you go in the emergency room. There's a tent set up outside. And they take your vitals outside and then um 
a nurse practitioner, he came up to me and he was like, how do you feel? You know, you feel well enough to go home or do you want to go in the emergency room? I told him, I said, I just, I just took an ambulance here. I'm not ready to go back home. I can't breathe. I got a hundred, 102 fever. You know, I need to be here. So he tell he tells you right off the bat, like, listen, once you go through these doors, everybody in here is sick. You know, so when you go in, like, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. You go in the emergency room and every corner of the emergency room is wall to wall beds with people that, that are suspected COVID. At that point, they're suspected everybody's taking a test, but you got to treat it like everybody has it. And it must have been like when I walked in, it was easily over 100 people in there. You know, wow. um, and when, when I when I went in, this was like when it started like picking up steam. So, you know, even the, the nurses, the doctors, they're scared. Like when I got in there in the emergency room, the doctor didn't even want to take the test on me. Like he gave me the kit and I had to do the test on myself because they, they didn't even want to get too close, you know. So you, either one of you guys ever took the test? Nah, I never it's, took it. It's nah, crazy. I never. I, I, mean, I know that I, they said it got to go like to your brain, right? It feels yeah, like yeah, Like, you know. The Q-tip, like you remember in Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger when he had to get the bug out his nose? It's, it's similar to that. Like you gotta you gotta take the Q-tip and damn near like go all the way up close to your brain and take, you know, swab it. And then, um, you know, I had taken a test a couple days prior. Like that Thursday, I went in the hospital Saturday. So I had taken a test on Thursday in Glen Island. So I was waiting for the results. So as I was... As I was in my hospital bed, because they admitted me, they called me Sunday morning, the health department, and told me that I was positive. So, you know, they, they told me I was positive. They asked me where I was. I told them I was in the hospital. They said, that's actually the best place for you to be. Okay. So as I'm in the hospital, yeah, as I'm in the hospital, like when I go in, they take chest x-rays. So the first x-ray, like my, my, my right lung had a very small heart that was that had pneumonia seven days later when i'm in the hospital they take the, another chest x-ray seven days later both my lungs were full with pneumonia wow that's how that's how bad it got yeah that's how bad it got while i was in there and um from the first day that i was there, actually that that let us say it was just, it was just that bad. Like there were days I didn't, like for like four or five days, I didn't sleep at all because I was scared that if I had went to sleep, I, I was going to die because my breathing was just that bad. You know, wow. it, it was just that bad. Like, like, you know, you know, when you go to the pool and somebody throws you under and you're not ready for them to throw you under and you grasp them for air, that's, that's mm -hmm. how it feels when you have that. You know, that's how it feels. Like, if you try to relax and try to get some sleep, it feels like that. Like, you're just grasping for air, you know, because your chest is so tight. You can't take a deep breath. If you take a deep breath, you feel like your, 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 you know, you feel your lungs like it just hurts to breathe. Like, that's all I can say. It hurts to breathe, you know. And then um, Gigi, our cousin, she's a nurse, you know, thank God she was able to, she was able to talk to the doctor. Find you out got him still, JT, or no? Hmm? Well, Can't hear. It's breaking guys. up. It's breaking up. It's breaking up. You there hear we go. me? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm good. Yeah, so, you know, our, our cousin Gigi, she was able to, to like, really get in-depth with the doctors, you know, because she's able to communicate with them. Like, you know, I, I couldn't understand what they were telling me. You know, my wife couldn't really understand, but she was, you know, Gigi was able to find out exactly what was going on. You know, we was FaceTiming. She was telling me what I needed to do. You know, she was telling me what they were doing, why they were doing it, what to expect. You know, so she was a major help. Like, you know, your uncle was a huge help, you know, always on a FaceTime, you know, holding prayers. You know, that was that was a major thing. You know, everybody reaching out, everybody that reached out, you know, quick text or, or, or phone call. It was it, it was helping me. It was helping yeah, me. That shit was, it was real. Yeah, it was real in there. Like, you know, people, you know, certain people, they, you know, oh, this ain't that bad. You know, just like you catch the flu, it's not that bad. I can tell you firsthand, that shit is horrible. It's horrible. If if it hits you and you're one of those people with the underlying um symptoms that they say, like that shit hits you hard, man. It really hits you hard. Like they released me. I was in the hospital for 11 days, right? And there was a woman that I could see in her bedroom from my room so i was being released on day monday she tells the doctor i want to go home you know so doctor is like anybody in your house sort of so he listens to her lungs and he's like well let's give it another day and if your lungs sound a little better tomorrow then i'll send you home i'll call your daughter myself and she can come and pick you up monday night or early tuesday morning like 2 30 in the morning I wake up because I hear a commotion and all the doctors are rushing into her room and she passed away Tuesday morning. Wow. You know, it's like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like it's you crazy. never that's know. That's one like... of the scariest things I've ever seen in my life, man. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, I, I get this. It's a, crazy. I get this like, but... The nurses. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it's, it, it was crazy. Like, I was... I developed, I developed like, you know, I was, I started having conversations with the nurses that were coming in and, um, you know, the nurses were telling me, if you, if you hear rapid response, go on over the loudspeaker, that means they got to rush into somebody's room to help them out. It got to a point where I was hearing it like 25, 30 times a day because they were just running from room to room to try to help these people. Man, that's so, crazy. What do you, you know, what do you shit is say real, man. Like you know, I, what do you say to the people who don't believe that it's real? Like, 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 what it, what, like, oh, this is fake. You know, some people, you know, they say that, um, some people think it's like, you know, like you catching a cold or, or it's like the, the, the flu that, you know, you can get over it one, two, three. It's not, it's not. The doctors don't have the answer for this. Like they don't, like with the flu, they could tell you go home, you know, have some soup, you know, drink some ginger ale and in a week, you know, you'll feel better. They don't have an answer with this. You know, there's there's no worse feeling than looking a doctor in the eye and he's telling you, like, we're going to give you this, but if that don't work, we're going to try this. And if that don't work, we're going to try this. Like, they're supposed to have the answers. And with this, they don't. You know, like, now it's slowing down. But back then when I was in the hospital, they didn't have answers for it. They were trying things. Like they, they were giving me, they were giving me the medicine that that's for like malaria. That was the drug that they were trying that it was helping certain people. 
But did it help they, you they at all? Giving it to me for it would get it did help me, but there was a point like they were giving it to me for like five days, and it wasn't like it wasn't getting the rest that they wanted. So they had to call the CDC and let them know that that wasn't working, and there something else they were gonna try to give me. But my heart like it got it got that bad. Wow. Like yeah. I was, I was probably like a day. If my breathing better, I was probably a day or two away from going on a ventilator. So wow. this shit is serious, man. You know these people be joking about it, but you know people that joke about it, people that joke about how I feel, I feel that people that joke about it and don't think it's that serious is because they haven't had to hit someone they love mm-hmm. or themselves. Yeah, you know, like it hasn't, it hasn't hit that close to home where a family member was really affected by it, where they could say, damn, this shit is for real. I got to take it serious. That's how I feel. That's that's how I feel. But, you know, you got you to, gotta, what these, these doctors are saying, you got to, you know, play it safe. You know, play it safe. You go out, you're around people, wear your mask, you know. You know, wash your hands as much as you can. That's that to say, you know, take it, take it serious because this shit hit me hard. It hit me hard. I was there for 11 days, and I didn't know. At certain points, I didn't know if I was going to come back and be able to see my wife and kids. That's the scariest thing ever. So um, what was the chances that uh, Michelle and Gavin had it and EJ? Like, there was, like, no, like, since you had it for a certain amount of time, that it, they didn't, it didn't, like, spread to them? Or, like, you just, when you, when you felt like that, you quarantined yourself and, and it was, like, stayed away so that they wouldn't get it? <clears throat> Hello. Um, I think while I was in the hospital. I, hello. Yeah, yeah, good. So, yeah, I think I think while I was in the hospital, I think Michelle, I think Michelle had it for a couple days. Like I think I think she had it for you know for maybe like a week. You know she was you know she was she was sick, but she didn't tell me until I got home. You know, but it, you know I think I think she had it for a little while, but you know her, her immune system is a lot stronger than mine, so she was probably able to fight it all quick um the boys thank god neither one of them showed any signs you know um but now it's scary like with the way that the kids are getting affected Mm -hmm. you know that's that's real scary because um because ej you know my little one he has asthma and then i had covid you know and it's just scary like especially like michelle's like really stressed out with that because nobody knows what's going on you know, so for every for every little thing, like he'll run around the house for like an hour, and then he'll just stop and he'll be like, "My chest hurts." So then Michelle will get nervous, you know, nervous, or or he'll cough, yeah, and she'll get nervous, you know. So it's it's just a scary thing. It's a scary thing. This nobody has the answers. Nobody. You so know? the crazy thing you don't is, you want to get outside. What's up? Uh, so the crazy thing is, when I was a when I was a baby, I had that Kawasaki disease that 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 the kids are getting right now, and, and my little cousin had it too. My little cousin Cynthia, uh, we was lucky enough it passed and everything like that. And it's not it's not even hereditary, so I don't even know how two people in my 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 immediate family got it. Like you know what I mean? But it is a scary thing, you know. And it, it's and I'm watching my my kids and my daughter because if two people in my Montavo line had it. Uh, what if my daughter could get it now? So it's like it's like really, really stressful sometimes. Like I don't know, I'm scared to like be outside with a whole bunch of people around her. 
and my son too, because I know we don't even know if he's if he if he if he has it or anything. You know what I mean? So real quick before before you get on um, before you go, Eric, we got a lot of people in here that's that just that's that's talking to you. I don't I don't know if you can see it. No, nah, I can't see it. Um, uh, um, it's just like Danny's in here, my uncle's in here. Everybody's saying God bless you. Um, uh, somebody says so. How are you feeling better? Um, and they, uh, Lon, Lon said, Eric, did you get tested for antibodies? My friend had COVID nineteen and he got better and tested positive for the antibodies. Yeah, we um, Michelle, Michelle actually set up for her and Gavin to go this coming week to get the test. And I'm, you know, once she's there, she's gonna set up me for an appointment so I can get the test for that. Um, we gotta go, we gotta take EJ, we gotta set up with him with his doctor and take him there so he could get tested. But but we all gonna get tested for it, you know. So we can see okay. what's going on. Um, I can't see who's saying anything, but I just wanna send my love to the, to the whole family. Everybody that's saying, I feel, you know, thank God I'm feeling better, thank you. But, um. Your family's amazing, kid. Like you know, I've been around. I've been around you guys since I was twelve years old. I'm forty-two now, so you know. But your family's amazing. Everybody, everybody, you know, everybody was calling me. Everybody was wishing me well, checking on me all the time. You know, Gigi helped out with you know with everything that she knows. You know, Theo Merck with 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 the prayers and and keeping me in his prayers and always checking on me. You know, everybody, Boogie, my brother. You know, everybody. You know, thank you to everybody for checking on me. That shit really helped out. It really lifted my spirits. So I mean, you. I mean, that's thank what you. we gotta do. We all gotta roll. When, when one of us is down, we all gotta be, be. We gotta, we gotta pick you up. You know what I'm saying? And um, the, the like, it, it's t it's tough to when you see like somebody you care about go through things. And I think that, and I think that me and JT uh, are similar in this way that we and and like our families combined that we 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 just extremely lucky that we didn't have anybody pass. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we just, we, as, as, like, you are the only one who I think that, and I could be wrong, but from us that immediately, who, who has something that almost, God forbid, almost passed, you know what I'm saying? So, we, we are lucky that nobody else, and we didn't know none of the kids got it, none of the older, uh, the elder ladies got it that, that, you know, that we got to take care of and everything like that. So, like and and both in JT's family too, and 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 I mean, if I'm saying anything wrong, you could you can stop me. But I, but like I just think that we got lucky. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Thank God, man. It was it was um, it's crazy, right? Because when I was when I was in the hospital, like you you know, I was I was on social media. You know, I was watching Netflix. I was doing things to try to keep my mind occupied. And um, for a while there, every time you went on Instagram. Or Facebook, it was somebody like saying "rest in peace" to this person, "rest in peace" to that person. Mm -hmm. That that shit was scary, you know. It was scary. It was it was it was so scary that at a certain time, I would, like I had to tell Michelle, like, please, like, you know, I don't want nobody texting me and and and, and telling me that this person's sick or that person's sick because I'm trying to get better myself. And all you hearing about is people passing away or this person's sick and they they going to get tested and we don't know it was just so scary it's still scary but it was so scary when i was in the hospital because it was it was the fear of the unknown like you don't know what's gonna happen you know what i'm saying you don't know what's gonna happen and speaking for myself you know there was people that had it and they were able like to get well by staying home they didn't have to go to the hospital and god bless them but like speaking for myself that i was in the hospital for 11 days 
eating that crappy ass food. I'm sorry, Lon, but hospital food is the absolute worst. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you said your hospital makes the best food, but in Einstein, that shit was horrible. It was horrible. But you know, it was just it's just the fear of the unknown. Like nobody knew what was gonna happen. And then for a couple days, I was like I said, I was in a real bad state. So it was scary. It was scary. You know, thank God, you know, thank God I made it back. You know, I'm strong. I feel great. You know, we taking our vitamins. I'm on my CMOS now. You know, I'm taking my CMOS every day. You know, I'm, I'm getting with the CMOS wave. You know, we just trying to do what we can do to, to stay healthy, you know? So I'm just glad. I'm just glad that, that speaking for myself that I got through it. It's not over yet, you know, but I'm just happy that, that I'm better than I was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That's great, man. That's great. And um, I'm glad you even touched on the that's the part that nobody really talks about is like the mental hit that you have to take when you're going through it, right? Like nobody talks about that part, like the thoughts that are going through your head, like the the hearing the RIPs, the social media, like all that stuff, it makes it even worse if you are infected. Um, like that that mm -hmm. part is the thing that nobody really talks about. I didn't even think about that until you brought that up. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um like especially like going through it and 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 being you know like you I was stressed out you know scared and then at home you know I I was scared I was scared because I lost my father when I was twelve and you don't I was in the hospital and I was like I don't want to do that to my wife and kids you know I don't I don't want to I don't want to pass away and leave dumb because I went through that and it sucked so I'm like damn you know I don't want to do that to them so you're stressed out with that. You know, I'm, I'm on the phone. I'm looking at videos, you know, what they're going through at home. The stuff they're going through at home, they're stressed out. They don't know what's going on. You know, they're, they're, they're sitting in the house waiting for me to call. You know, at that point, you know, people are saying that their family members were in the hospital. And then they just get a call from the hospital that you know their loved one passed away. So I know I know they're sitting at home stressed out, waiting for me to FaceTime them, you know, and let them know I'm feeling better today. You know, then the kids are home, they they got this homeschooling thing going on, they're stressed out. I got a son that's a senior in high school that his whole year like went down the toilet. It's not just him, it's all the kids, but like in a personal aspect, you know, my son is home stressed out. You know, he's a baseball player. He done lost his whole season. You know, he's trying to get through these classes. He's going through it with teachers. Like, there's so much that was going on mentally on, on both sides. You know, that it, it takes a, it takes a, it takes its toll, man. It's, it's, thank God it's, it's, it's over for me. You know, I'm feeling better, you know. Thank God that that's, that's done with and we can move on. So... Yeah, this is a it's a crazy time, man, and I just hope I hope that it passes sooner than later. Even though it says we're gonna get another wave soon, but let's let's, let's hopefully that is not as bad as this wave, you know. Yeah, yeah, I hope I hope they're wrong about that. I really Me do. Too. You know, hopefully they got they got a vaccine coming out soon and something could give because this is crazy, man. It's crazy. You know, I seen your video the other day, Just you, you had the girls out there, you spraying them with Lysol, you know. I'm spraying everybody. I told Rebecca, I got to put 
I told Rebecca I gotta put sanitizer on her lips. Like, there's no way that, like, like I don't want her to kiss my son. And then, I, yo, these kids, man, I, I have them, have them washing their hands, sanitizer. Leah has sanitizer wherever she goes. Uh, I make sure they all good. Yeah, it was a joke, you know. We playing around, but in all aspect, it's serious. I didn't at the same no time, you know. Talk about joking, like, hey, I'll sanitize your lips. And it ain't sanitize no joke. It's crazy spray. out there. You never know. Well, See, it's, it's it's scary because <laughs> it's it's crazy because you don't you don't know what you're fighting against. You can't see it. Is is you know? Oh yeah. You can't see the, the enemy. You know, so you you have to you have to be careful. Is you you know we say now that it's a joke, but you got you got to be serious with it. You know, you have to. I, I come yeah. home from work. I got to stop at the door. Take my jacket off, leave it outside, leave my lunch bag outside, my book bag, everything gets sprayed down. My sneakers gotta come off. I gotta go straight to the bathroom, wash up. This this is just this is just the way we have to live right now. As frustrating as it may be, but this is how you have to go about things right now. It's crazy. That's crazy. It's a, it's tough. Um, you got anything, JT, for that? Like he hit everything on the head, man. I think this is something that people just need to take seriously. Um, we also have to remember, I believe, and like you alluded to this, like this is something that's like is not just a, a one-on-one thing. Like this is something we're facing as a as a people, as a country, as a as as a species, damn near, like at this point. And um, I think we just have to continue to know, you know, like do what you can to to help people. If you could, if you could, you got an extra thing of Lysol, and you know your neighbor don't have any, you know, look out for them. Like we got to get through this together. Together is the mm-hmm. only way. Like the people are gonna get. Like I said before, it's gonna come down to the people and what you decide to do on your own. If you're not an essential worker, right, and you're just outside being reckless, you're not helping. You're not helping the cause, right? Like you putting other people at risk. So I think we just got to continue to just be mindful of our actions. Like, and it's only going to get harder because it's getting nice outside. And yeah. that's, that's what I'm really afraid for is like those who are like the, like the kids who are out there who are in houses with a bunch of other people that just want to go outside and just be a kid. Like kids really can't be kids at this point. And um, like, how do you really have that conversation where it's like, you really want a kid to enjoy this summer, but. Like, yeah, you can't, like, you can't at this point. So it was like, like, at what, what are we really willing to risk at this point? And um, I think it's a hard conversation to have, but like, when you talk to somebody who's been through it, it hits differently than watching the news. Like, the news is just going to give you the numbers. This happened. This is where we at. This is where we trying to go. But when you have a conversation with somebody who's been to the, like, the imagery that I got when you talked about what you saw in the emergency room painted a whole different, like, the news can't do that for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even if they bring the cameras in, they're still not the same to actually having a conversation with somebody about it. So it was like, I hope that we can continue to learn from each other in these situations and grow. Yes, yeah, I'm glad you touched on, on you know, people staying together and, and neighbors. Because like while I was in the hospital, like my neighbors, I have the best neighbors. Like it's like my whole life, like thank God, like me and my wife finally have amazing neighbors. Because where we lived before, <laughs> our neighbors sucked. No, no, it's true. Like our neighbors, our, our neighbors were horrible. But we have amazing neighbors. Like they were there for my wife and kids every day, feeding them, you know, making sure they was all right, checking on them every day. You know, and, and they did it, they did it from their hearts. 
you know, they, they didn't ask for anything in return. They just wanted to make sure that my family was all right. And, and it's true, you have to stick together. You know, you, you have to stick together. And we were close with them already. Like we had an amazing relationship, but this just brought us closer. You know, now now it's like they're not even neighbors anymore. They're, they're extended family. Family. Mm-hmm. You know, they they family, you know, and it's, and you have to, everybody has to pull together to get through this. You know, that's that's just how it is now. Um, yeah, man, this is, I'm, I'm hoping that there's, there's an end to this very soon. Very soon, because they're ready, what they, they already closed the pools and everything, right? Like, everything is just pretty much shut down for the summer. They did? And now they just extended, yeah, they already, they just extended the New York on pause to, like, the middle of June, so. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Um, I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta ask, um. This is gonna be a horror. Hello? Yeah, he's lagging. Just let the lag. Yeah, he's lagging. But yo, um, Eric, um, there you ask go. Michelle if yeah. she wants to come on and tell her side on how she felt, like because we we didn't go through it with you. Well, we I went through it with you because we family. But right. that is your that's your rock. You know what I'm saying? Ask if she wants to come on and 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 tell us like a little bit like how how she had to deal with it. Think we, think we froze a little bit? I think so. Like the, like the other Justice? side must be. Is she watching with us? I have no oh. idea. Is she there? Is she, is she, she can't, I don't know. Michelle, if you there, say something. Let me know, Judge. She should be watching. If she ain't watching, that's, that's messed up, man. And, that, and that's your cousin. She's watching. <laughs> She wants to come on and tell us a little bit. I'm gonna give, give her the phone now. I want to like yeah, I want to know the other right side. Now. You know how, oh, how how crazy it must be to just have your husband inside of a uh, inside of a, a, a hospital bed and you can't even see him. You know yeah, that's 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 the rough. other one. That's rough. Yeah, you all, all you could do is be on. She's talking on that. Just hold on. That too, and the kids' perspective too. Yeah. Uh, you need. We got man. two. We we can't. We get too many for us to go through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's like, doesn't it doesn't it make you look at hey, hey. buddy? Hey. So um. Hey, Eric buddy. <laughs> Eric told his side of the story. Like, how was it at home? Just like I know we all called. I, I called. Uh, everybody called. Check up on you and all that stuff. But but you know what? But we not. We're not in your shoes. How, how was it like on that first day? Like what what was like I know you was crying a lot because I'm, I, but what like what what's what's that going through it like through your head? Like what, what do you what do you think? Well, it was the most terrifying days of my life. Uh from day one where I wasn't even able to go in the ambulance with him. They didn't even, they were like, nope, you can't go. So me not not being able to go and be there with him and help him through this was terrifying. I cried when he got in an ambulance and drove away. It's nothing I can do. And um, as his wife, uh, I feel what he feels. But, you know, I had to be strong for my boys at home. 
And honestly, I wasn't. I wasn't strong at all. My son was my rock. My son, Gavin, 18 years old, he was my rock. I broke down every night. Every night waiting. When my phone rang, my stomach cringed because I didn't know what he was going to tell me on the other line. I wasn't physically in the hospital with him, but my phone would ring 2 o'clock in the morning. Him telling me, babe, I can't breathe. My my vision's going blurry. Uh, I... I it, I wasn't physically there, but I experienced it all with him. Mm -hmm. And how I feel like I may have caught it also, one night, he was like, babe, look at my tongue. When he stuck out his tongue, it was like white, 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 yellow. And I kind of been tasting like funny, like my myself. I went to the bath. I felt hung up with him. I ran to the bathroom. My tongue was white also. Oh, wow. I brushed, I brushed, I was crying. And you know, I can't, I can't show these symptoms, especially to my eight-year-old. Mm -hmm. You know, it, I try to be strong. So what got me through was my past I call him and gave music. I would play the music every night to help me sleep. Wow. Uh, we, me, my boys, we, before we go to bed, we stand up in the middle of the living room, holding hands in a circle and pray. We prayed every night until he came home. Uh, I believe now I have faith in the Lord. He brought my husband home. I wouldn't even watch the news because of all the negative people dying. I didn't watch the news once he went in the hospital. When How he could came you? Home, that would have been scarier. Once he came home is when I started watching the news. And then I didn't realize that the people were dying with the same symptoms and everything that he went through. I was like, wow. wait a minute, you had the pneumonia in both lungs. You, you here, you made it through. Like, with the grace of God, how, how? And they're dying left and right. It, it, it was the worst experience that me and the boys have gone through. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, you got anything to ask to JT? Like, would you like to know something? I mean, one thing that stood out to me that you said was just like leaning on your son when um when you was going through that tough time and you know like i commend you for that um because i know like even as an adult like we we may think that we have to put everything on our shoulders and a lot of times we don't think our kids can handle some of the things that they actually can handle and like you mm -hmm. being able to do that and you putting in you're putting your head on your son's shoulders and he actually having the strength to to help you get through that i commend both of y'all for that um, and this goes back to what I was saying before, like being there for each other. And a lot of times, like we put so much on our shoulders that it could be detrimental. And had you not done that, it could have been even worse for you mentally, right? Like you putting everything and not being able to lean on your son for that support. If you would have put that all on your shoulders, that could have made the situation even worse mentally. It could have potentially gotten you sick. Um, so, you know, I just want to commend you for that and salute you for that. And um, that's that's just so super, super great that you did that. Thank you. It was really tough, really tough.
but I'm glad we're here today. I'm glad he's home safe and my kids are okay. And hopefully this is all over soon. Yeah, absolutely. So Gavin, um, yeah, he's a punk. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, he even taught me how to meditate. Mm. I, I, I develop anxiety now. Like I have bad anxiety because what's going on. But he he said, Mom, I learned this in, in um I learned this in class. He put this music on, he sat in front of me, held my hand. He was like, just meditate, just listen to the music, just meditate, mom. And he helped me through it. I don't know. Gavin got a, Gavin has a, a really good head on his shoulders, man. He's uh he's he's uh he's gonna for for JT, he's gonna he's about to go to college next next year, next semester. Uh going to Marist College to play baseball. He's he's amazing. He's probably gonna he 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 can make it anywhere. He's he he was amazing in every sport except like basketball because he was a little short and 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 mm. he was, <laughs> exactly. he was short. <laughs> <laughs> but he was yeah, he played bowling. He played baseball. He played okay. he could play any type of sport. Man, this kid is gonna be he's gonna be something one day, and and we all know it, man. We but Michelle, we we sending our love. Oh wait, to, one question. Know, one question. Is this his senior year or is next year his senior year? This is his senior year. Oh, he's leaving now. Okay, okay. That's what's up. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we're able to August. go to his game. Yeah, next year. Hopefully, hopefully he's leaving in all August. Hopefully all this stuff is gone. Yeah. Well, the school said we're still on for August as of right now. Oh, so. okay. All right, well, yeah. yeah. Well, we so want to tell you. We're going to try to do this. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't want to. I don't want to. You can finish it. No, we're gonna do this little drive-by and celebrate for him. And you know, I'm trying to make it as special as I can and can for him. And I really deserves it. This kid, but you know. Yeah. Well, you he know, had, we're gonna be there. Breakdown too one one night, and it was really tough. Listen, this is gonna make him stronger. Like every day that he got to go through this, and a lot of these seniors and a lot of these people, these little kids that got to go through this, like uh, you never thought that they would have to go through. It. It's gonna make them stronger in some type of way. And he's gonna go and realize, like, listen, maybe I didn't have a twenty uh, graduation twenty twenty, but I'm gonna graduate twenty twenty four. You know what I mean? I'm gonna do that for you know. You know he'll do it for you guys. You know, because he's 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 kind of cool. He's he's not all that, but he's alright. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Michelle, uh, we love you, and uh, just you know, uh, just you, we, you know that we always gonna be there for you and everything. Anything you need, you could call me, and then and all that. All right, family. The ball be back on. Love you. All right. Take care. That's crazy, man. Just thinking about it, like Eric. It's just like just. Uh, this is like this is like wild, like, and then it's, it happened so close. It's like that's my, it's mm-hmm. like my 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 immediate family, and I had to deal with that on the low and think about stuff like that. And my girl was already scared of all this, so I was like thinking yeah, about yeah, what yeah. she thought my cousin was in the hospital. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we want to we want to thank you, man. Thank you guys, man. This is great, man. I wish you guys all the luck with this, man. Thanks a lot, bro. Well, we 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 we're gonna, gonna we we gonna take on. this. You can come on whenever you want. I, we got, to, um, we got 
Yeah, we man. Got you gotta you gotta let me know when y'all you know talking about sports, talking about sports. We about we about to do that right now. We, we you, you, you can you can stay on for the next segment if you want too. That's fine with that. Oh uh, yeah. What are we gonna do next? Oh, JT? Back the NBA. You wanna do the Let's NBA? Do it. What y'all talking? Let's do it. If he's with us, wow, man. Yeah. It's good. You don't gotta go nowhere. We got. We got. We all got. All we got is time. Mm -hmm. I think he froze. I can't see you. You, you see him, Jay? All right. All right. We good then. What? What? Is, so. Uh, yeah. I'm good. So, so, I got you, Josh. Right, so, before we even end this, man, um, for everybody out there, we also we all want to say, man, like we we gonna. Regardless of whatever, we all gonna be behind you. You know what I mean? You know, like all all of us family, we all family here. So uh, we we love you, and just like I just want to make sure that you thank know you, that you, you and you already know. I don't gotta say this, but you know that anything you need, all of us are here, and you know we're gonna rally and 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 make it out. So and I just don't want to be sad no more. So let's 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 talk about something. Let's talk about something else. Yeah, let's talk yeah. About sports. Now, but first, but first, before. Before we go, you know, you know, I love you. I love you, Josh. You know, I seen you since you was a baby, man. You know, I love you. I love for the family. And thank you guys for everything. JT, I wish you guys all the luck with this, man. Appreciate it. You know, I can't wait to meet you in person. I, I you know, I'm, I'm glad that you guys are doing this. I'm glad that I'm able to meet you here. But once this is all over, we got to get together, man. But, but Josh, I love you, man. You know, it, where's, where's my, Josh, where's my kiss, man? You know, oh, I got you. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I'm not, I'm not scared of, I'm not scared of the online. I'm good. <laughs> All right, so let's let, 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 yeah. let's get out of this. Uh, let's get out of this. Um, this little 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 COVID stage. You know what I mean? Like, let's we not we 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 done. We gonna we gonna think about good thoughts and we gonna we gonna be happy from now on, right? So, uh, what you uh you want to start it. with let's NBA go. first or, or NFL, JT? Uh, let's go with the NFL. I mean, uh, let's go with the NBA. Let's go with the NBA. All right. So twenty. So the twenty-two of the twenty-two of the thirty teams open up their gym. Mm -hmm. So uh, due to the COVID thing, like you, you think we're gonna have a season this year? Um, I think that the seed they're gonna try it. They're going to try it. I think they're going to try to do it as safe as possible. It's not going to be them traveling all around the country. They're probably going to be in one small city, probably like an Oklahoma city or something like that, that doesn't have a lot of cases, whatever state or city that may be. They'll keep them all there, put them in, spread them out within the city in different hotels, give them, you know, transportation back and forth. So they're going to do it really, really, really uh, safe, as safe as they can. The only scary part is, this means that you're gonna have to keep testing them, like because again, yeah, but do we we don't have enough tests for that though? That, exactly. So that that's the risk that you take, right? Is that risk worth the reward of having an NBA season? In my opinion, no, because these are all family men. Like they have families. Some of them are fathers, uncles, brothers, cousins to people, whatever. So I don't think it's worth it for the money, but it's possible to do. So what do oh, yeah. what do you no think? Thank you for pointing that out. And there's no fans there. Oh yeah. So um, but like what he said, you think that uh, that that that. How, what do you think about what he said? Me personally, I don't think they're gonna be able to get the rest of the season. I don't. I don't really see it. 
I don't see how you could do it. You know, um, season's been they they stopped for like two months already. Yeah, you know, roughly to start yeah. up with all the t- testing. I think we lost them a little bit. Yeah, so better. But um, yeah. what you think about it? Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll come back on. I, I mean, I don't I don't know if they're gonna go straight to. Oh, we got him back. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Well, they're saying that my, my Wi-Fi is giving me a little trouble, so I'm going to bow out now so I, I, I don't stop the, st- the show no more, but I'm going to be watching y'all. I'm going to go watch it on my uh, iPad. All right, so man. Well, we business, thank you. Man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come see y'all on the TV right now. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, man. Thank you. thank you. Oh, appreciate it. That was a good one. No, nah, that was good, man. That was good. That was a yeah. real deep dive into... Like what that whole like this whole pandemic is about. Like, you know, we we hear the word pandemic, it's on the news, we're hearing all these numbers, tests, like, but when you get that one account of this is what I went through, it for me it just hits different. It just hits different. Yeah, it was it hit me different. I just but I had to deal with it like just like my whole family had to deal with it, you know. Absolutely. But uh but well I just want to say thank you again. I know he's listening and watching and everything like that. Like yo, uh anytime you want to come talk sports, man, we, we definitely could do that. We talk about anything on this. That's what we that's what we're trying to make it. But absolutely. Um, but yeah, so um like you said about the basketball, man, like uh I think the gym's opening up is cool. I think that they're gonna do everything, but I just think it's hard, man. Mm-hmm. Like like you can't test every week. When we got people dying over not no testing, you know. But so at the same time, it's like you get you think about it like that, yes. But you know, from the other side of the coin, you got to think about it from the owner's perspective. Like, look, if there's a chance for my business to continue, like any other business, like the corner stores, the all the bodegas, the CVSs, like they're taking the same risk by keeping their stores open. Why shouldn't we do the same with the NBA? Or just sports in general. UFC's doing it. Their yeah. sport is continuing. They don't got no fans. I understand it's not the same thing because it's only two people in the octagon or three people with the ref, but it's still doable. I think of all the sports other than UFC, like all the one-on-one sports, basketball can do it because it's only 12 people, 13 people on the court. Right, right, right. Can you give me another bit? But... I think the I think the NBA tries it. I think they try it. Um, the only reason they try it is because money talks at the end of the day. Like if mm-hmm. if they could do it, they'll try it out. If it doesn't work, then they'll just cancel it again. But I think the reason why they didn't cancel it in the first place, they just postponed it, was because there was always an idea that they were going to come back. But what do you think about like salaries being cut because there's no fans? So they so technically. The owners are making less money because they're not putting people in them seats. Okay. So now they're saying that some players or players in general, all players have to take a pay cut for this year. So would you still play if you got to take a pay cut? And yeah, you know, like not everybody in the NBA is making millions and millions of dollars. Like that is same true. way in football, same way in baseball. And they, they, not everybody's a star. So the 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 twelve men on the team probably not making as much as. Top five, top six, top seven, top seven, uh, top eight, and nowhere near. 
and you gotta and you gotta take a pay cut for that. Like, how how you feel about teams doing that, or or just owners doing that, and just to get basketball back on TV? Are you asking it as if I'm a player or if I'm an owner? Because I think those are two different. Well, and so give me both if if you want. If I'm a player, um, I'm only playing if it's safe. Um, if if as a whole the the players feel like look we could do this and we're gonna we're gonna keep it safe and we're still gonna make our money then i'm i'm down to try it out um but if i'm an owner oh we going back to work we're going back to work isn't this all right this the numbers is going down we we have tests we figured it out we think that if we do this this will be the way this will be the best way to keep everybody safe you'll still be quarantined but you'll still be playing basketball um with your teammates or whatever against other teams, then we going back to work. This ain't, this ain't even a conversation because we got TV deals. We gotta we got to keep and maintain. We have the uh, the player salaries. I'm not about to be paying you to just sit sit at home and do nothing. If you have the possibility of playing in a safe arena in a safe space, um, then I'm gonna do that. Then it's about the it's always about the bottom line is the dollar. It's always about that. Mm-hmm. If you're a player, it's maybe a little different, but as an owner, it comes down to the bottom line of the dollar. We can do it safely. Once safety becomes an issue, then it's not a conversation anymore. If you could come up with a way to say, like, look, this is not a safe way to do it because X, Y, and Z, we're not having a conversation. But if you can prove to me that this is a safe way for our players to continue to do what they do and prevent them from getting this virus, then you got to take that risk. Okay, I'm, I'm with you on both of those. If I was a player, and I said, let's say I was a, a 12 man, and like some people in here saying, like Danny said, they're making enough, but sometimes they're not making enough. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, we, their expenses is different than non expenses, you know? I mean, so like, if they, they, they get a pay cut and they don't make that extra money, maybe they, maybe they, they, they stressed out. You know what I mean? We don't know. Like, we, we can never tell what somebody's lifestyle is like, and, and do they got to change it possibly, but, if I'm that 12th man on the team, I want to get back on that court because I need my money. And if I'm not sick, I'm going to play. You know what I mean? And if, if I could isolate myself and we could isolate everybody else, and I think I think that I think that we could do it. You know what I mean? And as an owner, I want I want I want that to be on already. As a consumer, I want it to be on because I, I I'm I'm bored. So like, yeah, as as a consumer, I want to sit down here. I want to. I want to drink a beer and I, I want I want to watch a game. You know what I mean? I can't wait for them. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 tough, man. But hey, when time is right, time is right. Everybody got to be safe because all you need is one more player in the NBA to get it, and then we back off with it again for the next couple of months. So like we yeah we we need to just just figure it out. Yeah, but even as a consumer, it's like for me, I don't I don't really care if the NBA comes back. Like it's it to me is is not is not that deep because it's I would rather I would rather NBA players be safe. I don't want them to take the risk because what can potentially happen is worse than me. Like, what am I trying to say? I'm basically trying to say is like it's not <laughs> worth the risk. I just had a brain fart, but it's not worth the risk because if the potential effect end of undefect of this is death then i don't want you taking that risk for a basketball game for my entertainment as a consumer i'd rather this be eaten out 
first, and then you guys come back for the entertainment. Because I don't, I don't want to see anything bad happen to the players that I like. Yeah, facts. Nah. What if what what you heard what Steph Curry said? What did he say? He said like playing with no fans might be kind of cool because uh, um, I think it was Steph. I could be wrong. But mm-hmm. now you hear like the shit talking, the trash talking between players, and that, that would like somebody will people want to hear that. Nah, nah. Sports, sports ain't nothing without the fans, bro. You gotta nah. have the fans, unless it's a combat sport. It's not like you gotta you gotta have the booze, you gotta have the cheers, you gotta have the trash talking from the sidelines, you gotta have the players talking the trash to the to the fans, you gotta have the fans talking trash to the play. Like that's what makes the sport energetic. Like you need the energy to be there. Like. I can't imagine watching a playoff game and then hearing an NBA player like, oh, that's a brick, like screaming out out loud. Like that's <laughs> like that's not entertaining to me. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't want to watch that. Like, but I think that you you have to, but you have to consider that though. Like there may be games with no fans, and I don't think that's entertaining to me. Do you think that they go straight or do they let them play like 10, 15 games or they go straight to the playoffs? That's a tough. That's a tough question because it depends on when they start. The closer we get to the next season, which I think the season usually starts in like late October, the closer we get to that is going to determine how they roll out this season. So, like, right. if you know, if if this isn't over until August, then they probably just gonna. If they do decide to have a season, it'll just be playoffs, but. I don't. I don't know. It all depends. I, on see, I think they got to give them. They got to give them at least ten games to warm up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, a lot of these. Some of these players got basketball courts and gyms in their house, but not everybody. So not everybody's gonna be in shape. So and I don't want to see a fucking wash like not in shape playoffs. Like it's gonna look weird. Like. Mm-hmm. But, so then, so then, do you hold the players accountable that come back out of shape? How do you feel about that as a consumer? Yeah, I do. So, I do. so what do you expect these players to be doing right now? Same thing you're doing. You're going out jogging, right? True. Yeah, I mean, same thing I'm trying to do. Like, I, I just took mm-hmm. it. I say, I'm like I said. You know, I'm taking a detox. I'm trying to get my body right. I'm trying to get a little bit. I'm. Yeah. I'm not. I don't. I don't need to do it for no for for my for my job. But that's their job. Make sure you on your when your job calls, you better be ready for it. That's it. Yeah, that's the well, man. I guess, but it's like they're human too, you know. It's like you get time off. It's like I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I expect them to be in basketball shape by the time we get back. I, I just, uh, yeah, no, I'm not talking about 100% basketball shape, but I'm talking about in shape. I don't want to see like no sloppiness and people gaining 10 pounds because they just eating all day, you know what I mean? Like, talking about in shape in a sense, like where we could watch them play basketball, like. And they're not tied in the first quarter. Like, mm. I mean, I but, think that quarantine fifteen is gonna hit everybody though. Everybody's gonna be affected by that quarantine. You know, it, it hit me already. I'm I'm down four pounds in a week. I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm trying. I don't even I don't even know where I'm at, man. I don't even have a scale, and I kind of like it that way because like I'm not really. Yeah, I, I like it like that until I went to my mom's and I seen the scale, and I was like, let me ha- let me hop on this real quick. Let me see what yeah, I am. Yeah. So. How long it have you been doing it? Six days, seven Six days, days, four pounds. Wow, that's what's up. That's a big. No, that's seven, a, seven, seven days, seven days, seven days. Seven days, four pounds in seven days. 
Yeah. But I've been, but I started to change my eating too. Like, so maybe, maybe that works. But next week is next week is the is the the workout and do all that stuff like starting up. Okay. So I'm trying, trying. It's gonna. But oh, but just... NBA players better be doing the same shit that I'm doing. Like, I'm trying, <laughs> like that's it. Like, yeah, yeah. like they 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 need to be doing that. Like we we just went off and started talking about <laughs> something yeah, I, else, but. Yeah. NBA yeah, man, I, I'm ready. I'm ready for NBA to come back as a consumer. But if it's if it's, if they're gonna be if, if some of them are being out there and they're going crazy, like I'd rather I'd rather them be safe inside. Man. That's that's just how I feel about it. Exactly. The I don't think the reward is worth the risk at this point. Like I think I think Cuomo actually hit it on the hit it on the head with when he said he was basically like asking like they were asking him about like how do you feel about people complaining about not being able to pay their rent bills and all this other stuff and he was like look at the end of the day the inability to pay your rent is terrible but it's not death to not be able to go outside is it sucks but it's not death to not have yeah. a job would you rather die yeah exactly like to not have a job is horrible but it's not death but i'm so alive Exactly. So we just got to keep that in mind that it's like when we're considering whether or not we really want to open these states back up, like we have to keep that in the back of our heads. Like this is the risk that we're taking when we do that. Some of them, a lot of them are opening. A lot of them are, are probably premature, but maybe I think like that because we are the worst place right now. So, in the world. Yeah. So maybe, <laughs> I, may, yeah. So maybe I'm just, I'm just thinking that because I know that we not opening up no time soon. I, I, everybody says this, this day, this day, this day, this day, but if, if we don't get it together, we ain't opening this shit up. So that means they, they ain't no Knicks plan, which they suck anyway. So. Exactly. Um, How you feel about the NFL though? With the whole NFL? All right. So you send me that, right? Okay. Explain to me what, cause I was bugging. Me and my girl was reading that and was like, wait, what? All right, so I'm going to just read it. I'm going to find it right now, and I'm going to read it for everybody. So that way, y'all know exactly what we're talking about. So the tweet said, breaking. NFL owners will vote next week on a resolution that would improve a team's draft position if it hires a person of color as head coach or general manager. Currently, there are only two black GMs and four head coaches of color, matching a 17-year low for the NFL. I felt weird reading that. Why? Because I feel like they buying a they buying a spot in drafting to bring an African American on board. Like, like so what? So what does that mean? Like you're just like you're just like uh like like if I get this guy and now like I'm giving him opportunity just for me to to get a higher spot in the draft. Is that what that said? Basically, so like, say for example, if to, so, not even about. Wait, hold on. So, not about what you could do. Mm -hmm. Just get him on my staff to for me to get a better draft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like, say for example, if you you a, a owner of a team, um, I give you the offer. Look, you can get a third round draft pick if you hire a black coach. That's basically what they're what they're about to vote on. Um, my go ahead. I want I want to hear you. That's crazy. I don't. Even, I just I just think that that's ridiculous. Like, 
I think it's ridiculous, but I think we also have to we also have to talk about though, like if the is it really that bad though if they're getting in the door? Like, is I it think really it's bad the way they're getting in the door. Yes, yes, yes that is true. The method is bad, but yeah. we're getting I, the. I think it's, they, 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 it's, it's like they're buying. Like, 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 it's like, like, like African Americans are a currency to for a draft. Like, it's weird. Like, I don't, I don't like it. It's like it doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. And I, and and if I think that you can do the job, then you should get the job. But it hasn't Not been for, like that in the NFL. It hasn't been like that in, in years. So you're giving people incentives, not on merit though, just on on if you have this color in your on your lineup. Yeah, because we've not like you should be able to get the job if you. I'm just saying that you should be able to get the job if you deserve the job, and a lot of yet a lot of people do. It so, like, should be like that. I, I guarantee you, there's a lot of. Yeah, should, but I know it's not. But it, so, what? What can you? What? What do you think should change in that? Like, it, and we know that it should. How mm-hmm. could? How could it change? Like, is this? A, is, is is maybe it's not right to how we see it or whatever like that. But is this right? Um, for the way I see it is like it the the method isn't right. There, there shouldn't be a, a an incentive of that like a draft pick. That's a big deal. So it's like that's a huge incentive to to bring in um, an offer. But at the same time, the way I see it is like as long as we can get them in. Like at this point, it's just about getting in. Once we get them in. Then it's like, all right, we can switch up the rules because the rules aren't fair, whatever, whatever. But right now, like, we have all these black players, right? We have a bunch of black players in the NFL. We don't have coaches and we don't have owners. So we could put together a, a set of rules that could just get them in the door first. I'm with that. Let's get them in the door first. And then we could go back because now we got them in the room. So once they're in the room and they're able to get the ears of the owners and the GMs and all that other stuff, then they can start, you know, switching the policy to make it to make things more fair. But they can't do that if they're not in those rooms. Yeah, but they shouldn't be rewarded a draft pick because they're doing what's right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like just because like. Yeah, I got a better football mind than you, and I could coach you better, and I'm I'm a better coach than you. I shouldn't get another draft pick. No, that's that's like like that's what I should be doing. That's what that should be my job mm-hmm. because I I know what I'm doing. Yeah, but like, you gotta it, like is it, you also got to take into consideration that a lot of these people are getting these jobs because of who they know. Like we don't have the same networking system in within the NFL. As a lot of um, as a lot of the coaches who do end up getting these positions, it's not like they're going based off of people's resumes. Because if resume, if it was down to your resumes, then Mike Tomlin wouldn't be one of the only top black coaches in the NFL. Because it's, it's deeper than resumes. So that's why my thing is, it's like I don't care how they get in at this point. Just get them in because we know they can do the job. So they just need the opportunity. Give them the opportunity. They'll prove it, right? They'll prove that they're worth way more than a fucking draft pick. Right, they can actually lead teams to championships. We've seen that with 
with a few with a few black coaches already. We've already proven that. But we just need that opportunity again now to remind them because they're not letting them in the door. Yeah, I just I just think it's crazy. I just think it's just, it, it maybe 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 just getting them in the door and let let's let let's let them get in better positions and all that stuff like that. But just buying buying that vote is like is just weird to me. Like oh yeah. Yeah, you could get a third round pick for for just having a, a black coach on your team. So what if what if like you said in the text messages, what if what if somebody what if a what if a a, a coach hires seven now? Are they gonna get a better draft pick than the person who 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 hires two? That's what I would do if I'm a, if I'm a coach. I'm taking full advantage of that. <laughs> what if I'm right now? If I'm the Miami Dolphins or I'm the Cleveland Browns, if I'm one of the bottom feeders of the NFL, I'm taking full advantage of that. I'm going down to all these colleges. I'm asking them. I'm going to just hire a bunch of black college coaches. Take them, bring mm-hmm. them to the NFL, show them the way, right? And then we're going to go on from there because we're going to get these good draft picks and that's going to make our team better. I'm going to do that. But you also got to think about it as like, if you a black coach, do you even accept the role like that? Knowing that you're only coming in for a draft pick? Nah, that's hard, man. That's hard. That's hard. I, I don't think it's hard at all. I'm doing it without question. Are you? Absolutely. If I get a, if they was offering me a position right now to be an NFL coach, and I know I'm they're only picking me because they want a draft pick. I'm still gonna do it if I'm good at my job, because I'm gonna prove that okay. I'm way more but than I could, yeah, exactly. You need me yeah. at that point. You need me, and then I'm gonna show you why you need me, and then you're gonna have to pay me. It sucks. Like this isn't the 1930s, but still, it is what it is. It's the NFL. You want to, you want to be a part of this. This is what you got to deal with. You don't have to work for the NFL. So when does those when does when does that change though? Or how does it change? Like it, it shouldn't be that. It should just it should it, it should be like on your merit. Like you know they better. You know he he coaches better than you. That's it. Like take him up. But it's never been about merit, though, ever. But like, they not they not they not scared to pick up a a a black wide receiver, right? Because they know that they're nice, and they know that the receivers that the other the other receivers aren't as good. Like that's just plain and simple. Um, but I think that it's it's a it's a hard conversation to have, but because it involves race. So it's like that's what makes it a, a difficult conversation. But at the end of the day, it's just about right or wrong. Like they know they've been doing black coaches and black GMs wrong, and they're trying to make it right as best as, as they know how. I don't think this is the best method, but it's a start. So I, I guess we should just we just gotta wait and see what they what what people if if, it, if people come out and say anything about it because like if. If like like you think like if people say hey this is my this is my opportunity to get in the door, then if if it's good for that reason and that purpose, then okay, you know what I'm saying? Like let's, let's get more people in. But if if there's outrage over it because I'm getting a draft pick because I'm picking up that this person and that person, then then again we're gonna have to we're gonna have to come back to this because like just to see the 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 people's point of view of it, like to see is 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 what I gotta see next. Because if they don't like it, then I already don't like it, but if they like it, then I'm gonna give. I'm gonna, with them. I'll give it a chance. Like, let's see if this works, because then let's let's say two, three years down the line, we have more 
black head coaches or defensive coaches or, or O-line coaches or anything, whatever it is, let's just see. So hopefully, hopefully we have more minority coaches in there. Mm-hmm. And but you know, you know, it's just old, rich ass white people mm-hmm. who are who are the owners, mm-hmm. and they 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 got they got old money, and old money don't old old money old money don't like anybody else's money. Yep. So I guess I I just hope that we could see something different, something change in the future, and and that would be better for everybody. I think. Yeah, I mean, we we saw a similar fight with this in the NFL when it came to quarterbacks. Like, it was a point oh, yeah. in time where a black quarterback was damn near taboo mm-hmm. until they got the opportunity. But mm-hmm. well, they got it the right way. They actually earned it through, you know, fighting for their, their play. Yeah, they, they got it for their play, which mm-hmm. is great. But once they got in and they were able to prove what they can do, that they're more than just athletic quarterbacks, they can actually throw the ball, they can lead a team, they can win a Super Bowl. It's like, oh, we should give them a chance. So now, because of that, you have your Patrick Mahomes, you have your Deshaun Watson, you have your Russell Wilson, you have um your Cam Newton, you got um what's the the other one's name? Dak. You got your Dak. That's what I was thinking of. Dak Prescott. So now it's like, okay, they got the opportunity. They show what they could do. Now it's opening the doors for a whole bunch of other people. Lamar Jackson too. He just won MVP. Yeah, so like, and he's and he's uh. And he's like um, top to get next year's MVP too. Exactly. So like now we're about to enter a time where you could legit make an argument that the top five QBs in the NFL are going to be black. Mm-hmm. Between Patrick, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Lamar Jackson, you got um, Dak Prescott. I don't know if he could be a top five quarterback. I'm not there yet, but um, definitely cool. Patrick Mahomes, uh, Dak Prescott. Dak, Dak got the numbers. I, don't, I just don't think that he got. That's a whole nother topic. So <laughs> he's up in the air, but as of right now, those top yeah. two, and there's one more that I'm thinking of who could be. Oh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's top top five. Exactly. Already, so we got three right now. That's top five QBs right now, right? And the old ones are phasing out. Drew Brees is about to be out of there. Big Ben's about to be Aaron out Rogers. of there. Aaron Rodgers, all of them about to be out of there. This new wave of QBs is about to be black. I understand. Let's have, let's have let's have a black quarterback with a black coach. Mm-hmm. Let's let them win. Let's let them win. Oh, Deshaun Watson. That's four. Yeah, right? Deshaun Watson. He just wrote it right now. So. Thank you, thank you, Danny. Deshaun Watson. And it's like <laughs> soon you're gonna see an NFL where the top five quarterbacks are black, bro. And that's because they got the opportunity. And I think the same thing will happen with the coaching. Give them the opportunity, and they'll prove why they why they've been why you should have been paying them from the beginning. Yeah. Word. Well, let's just hope. Uh, if if just get somebody in the door and they and they help them out, then let's go. I just don't like the way they're going about it. So maybe that's just my beef with it. I feel you. I mean, the, the I think the the method is bad, but I think it's about is more about the intent. The intent is I, what I believe is just to get them in the door to give them because you can't tell them what to do. You can't tell the owners what to do. The owners run the NFL. You can't tell them what to do. The commissioner yeah. can only. He can make certain rules or whatever, but you can't say like you have to do this, right? Right, right. So you have to give them the incentive. Let's hope, man. Let's hope. Let's, let's hope somebody gets somebody gets something out of it. If yeah. it even passes, let's see if it passes. Oh, it's going. They're going to pass it. I think they're going to pass it. They they they're going to pass it. They have to. It's like they know that they know. It's like you know you've done wrong. 
Give them their just due. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you on that, man. But uh, you want to, you want to, <laughs> you want to go on this Luda versus Nelly, or you wait to the end for that? We can save that for the end. Um, no, nah, not if I was talking about it. Nah, talk about it right now. Let's get it through. Um, I tuned in. I got, I got, I got the list. I got the list. Oh, you got the list. Matter of fact, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Let's just talk about something else real quick. Then we're gonna head back to that. We can end with that one. All right, bet, bet, bet. Um, um, so um, we all know that six nine is a clown, right? In your um, opinion, you think? Yeah, it, yeah I, oh, I think he's a fucking clown. Anyway, um, do you think that it was right for those people to refuse his money to feed children? Wait, what happened again? I don't really know. Six nine. Six nine, uh, he gave two hundred thousand dollars to. Let me get the organization right before I I, I mess it up. Uh, no kid hungry. Okay. And they denied it, saying that we are able to deny donation from anybody who we want to, and and they 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 could do that. You know what I mean? Um. His his two hundred thousand dollars could feed a lot of kids. Uh, you taking it or or not? If I'm the head organization. Of uh, what's the name of it again? No kid hungry. It's no kid hungry. Yeah. If I'm the president of the organization, I take the money. Like what? Are you like? I don't even. Why is that even a? Are we talking about morals? Like now we want to talk about morals? Like, come on! Like what? What are we really exactly. doing? That was that was exactly my point. Yeah, bro. Like, what are we really talking about here? Like, you you have kids that you want to feed. He's willing to offer his money to help feed those kids because of his past you say no like unless unless this person who who makes a decision is like has ties or like follows that type of like street code then i get it but i'm assuming he's not or she is not so it's like i don't know why you wouldn't take like i don't think like do you think it's going to be a media hit like what is it? Because I don't understand why all of a sudden you have morals now. It's for the exactly. So there was a, another organization, and I'm I'm probably gonna botch the name. It was like um, uh, we, we feed kids something or whatever like that. And they they wrote out said, yo, we'll take the two hundred thousand because we we cook for kids, we cook for their parents, we cook for for this for everybody who need food. And I was like, these people are stupid for not taking that money. Like, I, yeah, I don't like him, mm-hmm. but. If, if I had, a, if I was the head of an organization and I I needed to feed fifty thousand kids because there's COVID nineteen stuff right now, then I'm gonna take that money. Yeah, because like, I could feed a, I could feed a lot of people with that. I just, it rubbed me the wrong way that they didn't want to take it. That that makes me well. Oh, it I, I hear you, but now it's like, what if Harvey Weinstein wanted to donate his money to their organization? Mm. So it was like. I, I could kind of see where they're coming from. I don't think it makes sense, but now I'm asking you, if you're the president of that organization and Harvey Weinstein offers you offers to give you $10 million for your organization, do you take it? Yes. But but I make a public statement and I say, listen, I'm taking this money because these kids need it, but I do not condone anything he says, anything he did. Mm-hmm. But, I, but listen, I could use this to feed way more kids than I'm feeding right now. Well, I hear you. 
even though he's raped women. Uh, listen, I don't. I, I mean, I can say I don't care what he did, but if that if the money is able to help way more people than I can help right now, then I take it. But not just. Not, not I just I, I don't I don't condone his 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 raping women, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna put that straight. Be, listen, before I even take this money, I want to come in front. Obviously, one thing I offered me such and such money. I want to accept it for this, and I do do not accept his lifestyle. And I appreciate the gesture, but but you know he's not gonna give you the money if you say that though, right? Like you, if he's giving, so then you the take money- it back. So then take it back. But just know that my my spirit, and I know that my 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 belief is that everybody knows that I'm not rocking with you like that. Wait, 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 wait. So if he offers ten million dollars, when you get but when you give your speech, you have to speak positively about him. You're not gonna take the money. Wow. Why not? I can't speak positive of a... Uh, I got daughters, bro. I can't speak positive of somebody who who, who, who sexually assaulted women. No. I can speak positive well, about what... Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. Hold on. Hold on. We got a lot of things going on right now. We got a lot of things going on right now. What's up, G? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we talking about, man? What the? Oh, uh, they said. Oh, uh, he's probably. He said. Well, maybe they because they can't validate where it came from, which is possible. Six nine. We don't know where his money's coming from. Remember, it's illegal to accept money from invalid channels, so maybe it wasn't worth the risk, which is possibly true. I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can shut down your whole organization and life's work for two hundred k, and it's not worth it. Okay. Sure. Okay. 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 And uh, somebody said he found a ten million dollar deal. The money is legit. I don't know who said that. Let's see who said that because I gotta go on my thing. Yeah, he did sign so, a deal. I forgot about it. the money should be legit because it's coming from it's probably coming from the industry. Yeah, but it's it's hard. It's hard. Like I, I mean, I would just get out in front. If you don't want to give it to me after I get out in front of it, then I'm okay with that. I'm I'm still feeding these kids. And the day yeah, that's I'm gonna have I'm gonna have another donor. Uh, like somebody's gonna donate to me because I'm a good organization who's feeding kids. So. I will get out in front of it before I even take the money. Wow. But I'm, I'm just still like flabbergasted that you said that if all you had to do was just not mention anything negative about him when you give your speech. I'm not going to mention anything negative. I'm just negative. I'm just going to say that I just don't condone his, 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 his doings. But thank right, you. So I appreciate the money. I got one more scenario for you. Okay. Shoot me. Because Trump is about to send out another round of stimulus checks. So for those who don't know, um, apparently the the House voted for another round of stimulus checks with the new stimulus package that's coming out. So now my question for you is, do you accept the stimulus check if at the bottom it says for a nigga? <laughs> what? Do you, accept, do you accept the check? If you get your, if they say, look, we have your check. You have to come pick it up. And you know at the bottom of that check, it says for a nigga, do you take it? No. Why? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Why, I, got money would... in my, I got money in my bank account. Because I won. won I, I, I won a, it. A free $1,200, you're not taking that because it says for a nigga? Nope. All right, look. 
I'm telling nope. you, straight, I'm give me so you can give me your check. <laughs> you give me a check. I'm taking the check. End of the day, the check is gonna be in my hand for twelve hundred is not a lot, cash, bro. Twelve hundred is not a lot. Wow, that's crazy. That twelve hundred is not a lot. It's not a lot, but at the end of the day, it's still a free twelve hundred. All I gotta do is just cash it. They just put it in my okay, hand, I, cash it. I'm never seeing it again. Listen, we can make twelve hundred on this. Put the, put our cash app on it and see what it is. I mean, I hear you. Yeah. Oh, we, like, we can make it free talk. Like, like, come on, G. Yo, G. G. You want to? You want to get in this? Text <laughs> me right now. Text me right now if you want to get in this, G. Would you let a white person call you a nigga for twelve hundred? No, no, absolutely not. Because now we face to face. You calling me the N word? Nah, we, I'm, I would not do that for twelve hundred. But a check, um. Yeah, because the check is just gonna be in my hand for five seconds. I'm gonna I'm a flash it on my on my little on my phone, take the picture so I can cash it on my at my bank, and I'm never seeing that check again. It's twelve hundred dollars in my pocket, and Justin's twelve hundred because he don't want his. So twenty four hundred. I'm good. Yeah. Be eating steak and lobster tonight on Justin's. Bro, I'm. First of all, Mongo's direct deposit. So I'm never gonna see the check. That's what I'm saying. So, but it's like, but in the deposit, right? In the deposit, when you look at your transactions, it says four nigga twelve hundred. You're not gonna accept that. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Nah, you bugging, bro. That's crazy. You bugging? Because oh, you no, G, G about to get in this. He said, "I bet." Uh, that's crazy. I still can't believe you're not taking that, bro. I'm a little disappointed. I'm not taking that. I'm a little disappointed. I'm not taking that. Uh, that's, that's, I, so you, so, all right, so you, so he, so basically, you, you is that going to buy your vote? <sighs> see, I want to, I want to say. buy a vote. Well, 24 now, because this will be the second round of taking track. mine. No, 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 because it's the second round of checks. So it was like you got the twelve hundred from last time. You're gonna get the twelve hundred again. Um, is that buying votes? One could look at it that way. It's not buying my vote because I'm smarter than that. Um, I'm not gonna vote for somebody just because they gave me twenty four hundred dollars. But it does help. Like it's not gonna hurt them. Give me more money. It's not gonna hurt me. So it was like, I mean, I could see that that angle, but I don't think people are gonna vote for him because they. He did what he was supposed to do. Like you were supposed to help the American people. So it was like, yeah. you didn't just do this on a random Tuesday. Like, oh, I'm looking out for y'all. His twelve hundred dollars. Nah, you did it during the pandemic. So it was like, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm yeah, you crazy man. You taking that check? Nah, I ain't taking that check. Bug it. I'm taking that. I'm taking anybody's check who don't want it. Anybody. I'm gonna take anybody's check who don't want it. I'm gonna put on a down payment on a house. You mm. good. Yo, you know what they said? I don't think it's twelve hundred coming. I think it's uh all serious talk because I think it's uh I think it's two thousand. Um and they retro paying you from January and March. So March, April, May, June. So you'll probably get eight thousand. No way. No way. Yeah. No. Hold on, hold on. He's sipping his tea coming in right now. G, what's up, man? What up, bro? How you doing? What's going on, bro? How, How you doing, doing man? man? Just tuning in, man. Y'all kind of got me with this twelve hundred one. I was like, hold on, now. Hold on. Go ahead, JT. What's up? Go ahead, talk to me. All right, so let me let me ask you a question, my man. So, <laughs> come on. All right. 
They send you, they send you an email, whatever. You get the email, stimulus check ready. You just gotta go somewhere to pick it up. And then you know, on the check it says four nigga. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, I think if Obama was in office, I would take that check. Wow, you know, I, mean, I know it sounds crazy. That's gonna sound crazy and real prejudicial in a sense. But right now, man, coming from Trump, I can't I can't take that. So, so you would take a check that says four nigga from Obama, but not from Trump. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Why though? Like, what's your what's your line of thinking behind that? Because that's interesting. Mm. I, I would. I use it the same way. I, or I would think of it the same way that I, I think of the N word. Like, uh, I feel like the N word is cultural. So, like when I say like, would you let a white person call you the N word mm-hmm. for twelve hundred? I don't mean just like a white person that grew up in the hood, which is kind of biased. But would you let that you know that Western mythology or method methodology of thinking call you a nigga? And so if Trump was in front of me and he said, "What's up, nigga?" It would be a problem. <laughs> But if Obama was in front of me and said, what up, nigga? I'd probably be like, what up, bro? How you doing? Like, I know it sounds crazy, but that's just as real as I can say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I hear you. I hear you. But I, I just, like, from my perspective, I just feel like the money, that like, you could do something with that. Like, you can put it down on something, um, help pay some debt. Like, there's so many things that you could do with a free $1,200. It's like, if, the, if that's all was written on the check, like, I don't. It's not gonna be with me for so long that I really have to even care about it. But know, now, if man, we face to face, that's different. And you call me that. that's But a check. If your if your boss called you a nigga, I'm like, out. Nigga, nigga, get back to work. No. He's giving you twelve hundred. <laughs> he gonna make twelve hundred that week though. No, I'm not doing it. But that's different. That's different. It's the same thing. He's still calling you something though. Yeah, in my face. Mm. He's calling oh, to so- me. In my- so what if he wrote it on a paper and gave it to you? Like he took your paycheck, put it in the envelope, and on the front of the envelope was there for my nigga or for, for, for this nigga. I'm taking a check that? and I'm quitting. And you quit. I'm quitting. So, that's, my, that's my last day at work. Taking that check, and that's going to be the last time you see me. I'm not going to leave the check there, then quit. I don't think that makes sense. Because <laughs> you already worked your 40 hours? Yeah, yeah I, already, I already did my time. Like, I did my time. <laughs> Give me my toe, honey, and I'm out. You want to call That's me a nigga? Cool. I'm out after that. You don't got to worry about me no more. Damn. Yeah. That's no, tough, I'm man. Good. You, you, I can't. That was a little tough. That's no, a good no. question, though. I, I never ever heard that question. That right there is different. <laughs> it's, it's, it's real, though, man. It's, I think because it, it, it goes back to like the intent. Like, all well, right. what's your number? What, if you, so your boss comes up to you and he says, "I want to call you a nigga one time just to get this racial tension off my back." How much do I have to pay for you to let me say that word without you quitting? Mm. Without me quitting? Yeah, I no. want you to. You're a great. You're a great worker. I just want to nah. call it one time so we can get out the way. Nah, because that's <laughs> that's a line of that's nah. You, you ain't got a number. I don't got a five, number for that. Five hundred thousand. He writes you a no. five hundred thousand dollars. He wants to say it one time. Oh, he wants to say one time five hundred thousand. But he wants, but he wants you to keep working for him. Hell yeah, I'm taking that. Go ahead, so so five hundred thousand, bro. Five hundred thousand. My family set for for the next generation. I'm good. Five hundred thousand. I'm doing that. So you feel like you feel like you could work for somebody who's racist? Absolutely. Interesting. I think we all do, though. I think that. I think, yeah, that, like, I I think that we all do. I don't think that's openly though. Like I'm saying, openly racist. Oh, oh, openly racist. I think we all do. Yeah, you think so? I think, 
I think we all do. I think there's always a top of a head somewhere where there's an open racism, and we all know that. That's tough, man. Man, listen. Well, we're, 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 we're literally in a, in a nation where the, our head is an openly racist person. That's right? true. <laughs> You're right. Bro, no, one like, word that could change your life, bro, I'm taking that, bro. My my people done been through too much for me to keep having to worry about all this pain and suffering and growing up in the hood and all that stuff. If I get 500,000 for you to say the N-word one time, tuh, I'm, my, my kids appreciate that story. What, what would mm. you consider, like, generational wealth? Like, what? how much money would you feel? Because I was just talking about this with somebody. Um, Like, how much money in your bank account would you be like, my, my family should be wealthy for generations to come with this much amount without without like a crazy astronomical number like your minimum number generations like multiple generations yeah i i uh, i don't think it's a number i think it's a it's a successful business okay because i can't i guess five hundred thousand. it may sound like a lot but well, everything is going up that's true Rent's going up Food is going up. Everything is going up. So maybe five hundred thousand is good for me and my daughter's generation, and probably her kid. But after that, if I don't give them, if I don't leave them something, then I don't have it. It's not. It's not generation after that. It's just some generation. It's not. It's not forever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, gener generational wealth is 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 not money. Like if if yeah. that was the case, then generational wealth is easy because anybody could become a millionaire if they really want to um, is that true you believe that i think I, I think in the world there's only four percent of millionaires so like like some weird low it's a very low number yeah uh, well in this country you could become a millionaire because we're capitalists here in other countries like if you're a socialist country it's impossible communism is impossible so it's like those countries don't count but like if you if you live in a in a capitalist country like here in america i think you could become a millionaire if you really really want to if you really want to put forth that effort and do that it's not going to be easy, but it's possible. <laughs> um, but to answer the question about generational wealth, I think it's it's not money. It's it's like Justin said, business, real estate, investments. Like, what Something. do you own? Like ownership is generational wealth. Something that you can just give. You can just give it to them, pass it to them. But money is like I don't. Money comes and goes too easily to be considered generational wealth. So I don't think there's a. But all all of those assets that you just mentioned essentially is still streams of revenue, right? Like you mm -hmm. could have a business that brings in a hundred thousand dollars a year, and I wouldn't say your family is set forever. They they might have a hundred thousand dollars a year forever, mm -hmm. but um, one of the numbers that we said is two million dollars, mm. because you have two million dollars in in the market. You, you can live off the interest, essentially, which is $200,000 a year, roughly, a little bit less than that, about 8.9% at the moment. Mm -hmm. So they're saying you put $2 million in the bank, and then you do the Jewish theory, where that interest becomes trust funds. Now you now that interest is, is literally paying your your children and your grandchildren for the rest of your life. So if you have 10 grandchildren, essentially, they get a $20,000 a year trust fund check. You know what I mean? Or, or they, the way it's rationed out is you know, bi-weekly or whatever the case may be. So I say two million. Like I, I'm, my goal right now is to chase and put two million dollars in my bank account. But mm -hmm. I think the the, mm -hmm. the takeaway is that you're making your money work for you, and I think that's the that's the bigger yeah, thing. Yeah, I agree. You're you definitely you're not, right. Like you're not just having it sit there. And I think that's the the where the real wealth comes in is when your money. So like some people do that same thing with dividend stocks. It's a yeah. bit more risky, but you can essentially live off dividends if you know what you're doing. Um. But yeah, no, I agree. I agree with what you said.
Me too. I wish I had two million in my bank right now. What man? Are you kidding me? I would do something so pointless. Just something. I, I do. I, I'd buy a bike and just and just ride a triathlon. Or would you? Would, would you? Would you take take a check for two million? That says for a nigga. <laughs> Damn, two million. Two million. He's not taking it. One time. I'm taking it. Yeah, two million might be my number, man. That would put me like, I know, I know, it's tough, man, it's crazy. I, you know, I'm not even gonna lie. I probably have to call my pops. I mm. probably have to call them and talk about it before I take that check, just mm. to make sure that I'm not doing something that's just completely out of this world. But two million, man, that man, he might be able to say it twice for two million. <laughs> Everybody got a number. Man, that's a lot of money. So and yeah, when he broke it. Oh, go ahead, when he broke it down the way he broke it down, I'm taking that two million. Yeah, man, that is that's tough. Like, that's why when I was talking to that person. I'm sorry, James, you had a question, right? No, that, this is no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to the person I was talking to. Um, he's like a big finance person, and so it, it had started because I was like, man, all I need is a million dollars, and I'm set. And he was like, no, that's not it. Excuse me, baby. Thank you. Um. All I need is a million dollars, and I'm set. He was like, "No, nah, you need two million. He was like, "A million's only a hundred thousand in interest." Mm. And and so that we got into that conversation, and I was like, "Damn, man, two million is my number. Like, I gotta go chase that down. I don't need nothing more, nothing less. Like, I'm used That's to being fact. broke. You know, what I mean, I grew up in the projects. I am, I am used to. I'm talking about mayonnaise sandwiches because we ain't have cold cuts in the fridge. You know what I mean? I know. Look at just the face. <laughs> like, I'm used to be right, so yeah. two two hundred. Yeah, bro, my mom made. My mom made white rice and and corned beef out the can every night. Oh, you know that that was bro, corn corn beef. That shit was so good. The, the lips, you put the sweet plantains inside of it. Whew. <laughs> that was it, man. Lord. Yo, you can ask you can ask anyone who used to come on. My mom made rice and chicken every day. All we had was rice and chicken. Like, yo, it's, it was growing we up good. Tough, like, man. I, uh, sometimes like, you got you, you go to sleep in air. <laughs> it took me a minute to catch all to was I was like, why is he why is he eating the air? Uh, it's, yeah, um, it's, uh, they say like they they say in New York, like we um like we automatically develop PTSD. Like we just don't notice or we don't realize it from just all the stuff we've been through and all the stuff we've seen. Um that's interesting. Like I think about the things I've seen and been through in my life all the time and it's just like New York, done. You, you make it. In, I truly believe, like, if you can make it in New York, man, you can make it anywhere. Make it anywhere. Yep. Yeah, like New York. <laughs> look, my look, look, my mom's in here. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah, I know that's all you need. That was all I need. <laughs> and, and 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 yeah, man, that's all. That's all I had. But it was that's enough that was, too. Was, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't like at one point as a kid, you always like, oh my god, you make chicken again, rice. I don't want no more rice. But it's still enough, you know what I mean? Like I would do anything. Yeah. My mom's yo, bro, cooking every day what? right now, man. Mm -hmm. Yo, I had my mom cooking today, but listen, Whew. you said rice, bro. I told my girl, I was like, yo, listen, this quarantine shit. Like, let's say they have no money, uh, no, no, no food in the in the in the grocery store. We got rice, we good. Yeah, it's it's true, bro. We, rice, we good. Mm -hmm. Throw some ketchup on that shit or something bro, like that. Like we good. You can feed an army with rice. Like, that's how much of it you can make. It's just so, it's like you can make pots and pots of it. Like, my mom, when she cooked back in the day, bro, my mom's Puerto Rican. She can never just make a small pot of rice. Like, I never understood that. 
she would always like make it so like she's feeding a whole family and it was just insane yeah. like how much rice you could and then now like she, she'll tell me like oh no i only use two cups i'm like two cups and you got all that rice <laughs> crazy man yeah my he said yeah, well, what i let somebody knock out my mom for two million of course would you like what <laughs> what you said hold on wait. I was, <laughs> if they would let if i would let someone knock out my mom for two million Man, and I yeah. made another phone call to my pops. That's definitely yo, phone call. nah, yo. And I thought I was, yep, nah. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. Hey, you know yo, what it is? Though? It's my mom. My mom would be the type of woman that would be like, I'm gonna kick your ass if you don't let that person knock me out for two million. Like, my mom is like, she take that on, she take that on the chin strong for real. <laughs> she would. <laughs> Nah, right. That's a fact. My mom would be mad that I ain't let nobody punch her in the mouth for two, two million. million. What man? My mom would be on. I think she could spend two million in one day too. My mom is a professional money spender. Professional. Y'all different. Damn, man. now she gonna punch me in the face. She said, "Damn, I, I, I messed up, fellas." <laughs> oh, you say you That's yeah. yo, G. Since we got you here, um. Luda versus Nelly. Uh, I got, I got all the songs. I got all the songs. I got. You ready? Gotta, yeah, man. JT, you ready for that one? Let's do it. I'm, I got to take a bite of some food. I was eating when y'all called. I'm sorry. Yo, bro, you get, you get, you get eat. You get eat. This one, this side, that's all. You get eat. Don't worry about it. Eat. So what was you the ready? Round? What was the first round? Let's do it. First one, ready? Mm -hmm. Welcome to Atlanta, Luda. And I don't even know what song Nelly played. He played some She Goes shit. That shit was trash. 1 0, next round. Yeah, yeah, that's 1 0. All right, all right. <laughs> next round. Pussy Popping or Tip Drill? Ooh, I gave this round to Nelly. Drill, man. Yeah, that Tip I gave Drill. This Nelly. Yeah, Tip Drill. Tip all Drill, right, that, right, was tip drill. that was like the, the song of beat Young Cut. Yeah, I, yo, that when that came on, I told my, I told my girls, like I told the, 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 the girls in the back, yo, stop listening. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. My chick bad or pimp juice? Mm, my chick bad. Was hard. That was so hard. Oh. I think I need a little loose. Little loose. Go ahead. <laughs> Nah, that's what I got there. I put I got that as a, I got that as a tie. That that was too different for for to pick. And my trick bad was hard. That was like a hard record when that came on in the lounges. I feel like mm -hmm. you can still hear that song like current day. I don't feel like I hear Pim Juice a lot. So you going you going Luda? I have to go Luda on that. It's very Nelly. close though. I'm going Nelly. Nelly, wow. Because I feel like that song was really. Like the beat was hard, that was, but I feel like Nikki took it to that next level. Like Nikki, yeah, that is true. No, you're right about that. That verse, she bodied that. Bodied that. That's, why, that's yeah. the reason why I put it as a tie. Okay. Because it's like it's like it, it, that it, it, that's was like a toss up. Mm -hmm. All right, so we, we so what we right now in like what one one tie? Yeah, I keep it Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> Get my get my notepad. All right, so we all said right. 
Welcome to Atlanta won the first one. He he opened up he opened up strong. Okay. Tip Drill Nelly won the second one. And then Yas said one said Luda one said Nelly for Machik Bad and Tim and uh, Tim Juice. So what what's that? Uh one one and one one two. That's on yeah. I I got it as a tie. I, I couldn't pick. You gotta pick. It's still nah, you, you, you the you the tiebreaker. You the tiebreaker. You gotta pick. Oh, I, I'm a I'm a I'm gonna go I'm gonna go pimp juice then. All right, there we go. Nelly got two. That's good. This is good. Okay. Uh, all right. I use a hoe. Oh. Use a hoe. What we gonna oh. do? Drop down and get your eagle long, girl. Drop oh, down man. and get your eagle long, go girl. Eagle, man. Going Nelly. I gotta go Nelly on that one too. That's tough. Yeah, going Nelly. I, oh, yeah, no. I feel like Nelly. Nelly's gonna play his best. Eight and then the rest of it, Luda's just gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Luda. I think Luda, Luda went off on that one. Okay. You're talking mm. whole identities with whole tendencies, hoes are your friends, oh, hoes are your enemies. Oh, not shake your tail feather. Eagle, that drop is... down and get your legal on, oh, girl. Drop down and was... get your legal on, girl. That one is that was incredible. <laughs> I'm going. I'm. I'm going. Luda on that one. Luda, his 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 verses on that was just different. I th- I just feel like the the playback value on that just isn't as good though. Like but back not, then it was like back then it was true. crazy. Like, but it's, but that song Nelly song is still hitting now. It's you're right. No, that's and that's that's how I think of it. Like, which one would I be able to listen to right now and be like, yo, that that's not. I, I know, get when they when they threw that shit on, I was like, damn, I can listen to this right now. Now you mm. could because it was playing, but would you? Would you? But am I gonna on, go back? You know what I mean? Nah, yeah, nah. Like, you might accidentally right. b- bump Eagle if it came up on a playlist. Exactly. All right, all right. So who we got? Y'all got y'all taking Nelly on that? That's cool. I'm gonna take Luda. So I go with y'all. All right, Luda Saturday. Mm-hmm. Nelly ride with me. I got this one at the top, fellas. I couldn't pick. Ah. Uh, Rod with me was so soft, man. <laughs> like super <Yeah>. soft. <laughs> but it was still a good record. But, like it's still bang. Yeah, it was just one of his top. That's why. See, look, Saturday, Saturday. I got it as I got it as a tie. I don't know. I'm saying Saturday. I gotta go Luda on this one. I'm going Saturday. This, this one I couldn't pick. Yeah, go. All right. This one was a hard one too. What's your fantasy? Country mm-hmm. grandma. Country grandma, man. Country grandma was. I, I'm man. going with country grandma. Country grandma was, was. To me, country grandma was that was 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 the one for him really. That was like yeah, one of the best that's the one he put him on. Haymaker, that's his haymaker right there. That was his hay, That was his. That was his best punch right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got this one was an easy one for me. Roll out and a uh, body on me like. Rollout was taking it. Rollout, man. I mean, rollout was tough. Yeah. This is All what. Right, so this is the part of the battle. I think Ludacris is just gonna start beating. He went. He went, <laughs> he went, he went a little bit. He went a little bit hard. Then he put Splash Waterfalls versus the Nelly and Jaheem shit, which I got Luda on this one. Yeah. I got Luda on that too. Yeah. So right now we got a tie four four. All right. So I got I got um the Luda and Sierra that oh shit oh that shit mm-hmm. and then. Nelly, Nelly Black with the with nasty girl, that Biggie shit, and that was that was a cheat. 
I got worked, Nelly on that like, one. I don't even I didn't even like Nelly's verse on that though. Me either, but I didn't that, like but, that I, one but, either. but the record was yeah, hard. But the record was hard. That's why I was like, oh, I'm gonna just take that as it. Right. Like, but man, I tell you, hold on, but, but, but pause, man, because that's that that might be one that, of the I was in love with Sierra back then, and then you know, that, 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 saying, like, <laughs> like that that verse was fire though. I was in love video, with Sierra. Sierra. Back then. I remember I was I, that video came out, bro. I was so in love, and then my brother said that she had a penis, and I was like, fuck no. <laughs> and clearly, you know what I mean. My crush is intact, <laughs> but for a minute, I was I was like I was real nervous. I was like, oh. He, he used to walk around, look, you like a girl with a penis. I'm like, oh god, no. But man, I, I'm gonna I'm a switch, man. I gotta go with I gotta go with Ludacris on that because Ciara was That's, incredible, man. I, I, if we're gonna go verse for verse, cause the song, if I'm gonna give it to song, I'm gonna give it to Biggie. But if we're gonna go verse for verse, I'm gonna give it to Luda. I think Luda's verse I think on, you have on to that go was verse way for verse. Mm-hmm. Luda's verse was crazy, and so that I'm gonna was get, so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. That, that, so we're gonna Luda on that one, all right. That's Ciara, man. Jesus Christ. She was like on another. This wasn't Russell Wilson Ciara. This was like future Ciara. Like she was just, yeah, yeah. she was nasty. You know what I mean? She was looking for bad boys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I didn't hear the, uh, the Luda made you look versus Nelly rocked the mic verse. Oh, Luda made you look. That was, man, I mean, made you look was incredible. Man, Luda could get into some really nasty verses like his put on. He has, verse. Some, like, he get, he has some shit. Yo, bro, before the before the verse, he was just playing some. He was playing throwaways. I was like, damn, this is he throwing this away. Mm. Uh, then all right, so then uh, Nelly at last. I don't know what song that is. What song is that one? And then uh, Luda, they know. Ooh, that's what that was a David Beckham line. I don't know. Um, I don't know that Nelly song. He, they were just. Very, I don't know that another song either. What was it called? Uh, at last. I don't know. And, all right, fuck it. We play the. Are you about to put it on? I'm gonna try to find it. Oh, Nelly. You couldn't find that one either. Oh, we couldn't. We couldn't find that one either. He, he he playing unreleased he, music. Yeah, he played some. He it was a couple of times he played some whack shit. I was like, like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. You gotta come with hits, man. This is hit yeah, so, hit. I, so this is I think this is where it went crazy. Okay. Uh Nelly, where the party at? Mm-hmm. And then Luda put on Yeah, but Usher. Oh god. It's like that's I, cheating. To be honest with you, I, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Nelly. Man, where mm-hmm. the party at? Where the party yeah. at was on repeat. That was, like, I mean, that song was incredible. And his verse was but, hard. Yeah. But yeah, it was crazy. But if you're giving it to Usher and Lil John, that's different. Like it's like they they, they I mean, did the, a lot. The reason why I'm not gonna song. go the reason why I'm not gonna go yeah is because that to me that wasn't Usher's damn, but that was a big song. That was like his single off that off that album. That was that was on Confessions, right? Yeah. 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 Damn. That's a classic album. But I mean Jagged Edge and Nelly, like that Jagged song was Edge. on repeat. It was like it was that song and it was like um Purple Hills, like those those two songs came around the same time with the blue and yellow, purple hills. Oh, the and they, just, they just smashed that year, like those two songs. And so the Baby going, Bash you... and Akon came out with their song around that same time. I mean, just yeah, I have to go Nelly, man. That's the you hear that? Uh oh, uh, 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 what? <laughs> yeah, and then they man. and then they held it like you expected his verse to come in, and they kept I, singing. I'm, I'm I'm cool. With, I'm good with that. I'm good with Nelly too. I took Nelly on that one. 
But, but man, it did have everybody doing an eight town stomp. That was the first time I yeah. seen New Yorkers doing an eight town stomp. No, nah, yeah, it was yeah it was so good that they came out with lovers and friends. Like it's so that's well, a you fact. Have a, a, you have a sequel to a, a combination. That's <laughs> how, and then um uh, there was a, a version of yeah where um Britney Spears Toxic was mixed in. I mean, just they did so much incredible song, like so much things with that song. Mm -hmm. um, hey, look at the producer coming out of him. Look at the producer coming yeah, out of him. My bad. <laughs> but um but Jagged Edge and Nelly, man, that song. I'm going I'm going with Nelly. I'm going with Nelly. I still listen to it. Everyone's, mm -hmm. and that's on my throwback playlist. I don't have yeah on my throwback playlist. Respectfully. All right, so Nelly grills. Luda, when I move, you move. Just oh, that's like ludicrous, that. man. I like grills, but Ludacris was crazy. What's your, what's your guy, JT? Luda. It's not even a conversation. Yeah, I'm going with Luda, too. Uh, Nelly Air Force One. Luda, throw them bowls. Oh, that was like that. That was Nelly trying to punch back, and he lost. <laughs> he tried his hardest to swing the punch, and he lost. Man, Luda played a heavy. Throwing bowls was so hard. Yeah. That was like fight music in the club. Like you played that in the wrong club, and you ended up fighting that day. Then so, yeah, on, yeah. Nelly tried to take credit for like New Yorkers wearing Air Force Ones or something like that from that song. Oh yeah, um, yeah, he's the ASAP. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he don't get my vote. Luda. <laughs> he's a he's a true New York enthusiast. Yeah, yeah get him out of here. Uh Nelly, shake your tail feather. Mm -hmm. Luda, all I do is win the that DJ Khaled shit. I get that to Nelly. I get that to Nelly because I think Shake Your Tail Feather was in Bad Boys okay. too, and that's like my favorite movie ever. Yeah. Well he said. All right. Exactly what I was gonna say. Just a dream or Luda area code. He had holes and area, different man, area code. That beat was fire. And Nate Dog yeah. killed that. Man. Yeah, that, song, that? He, he probably could have put that song against any of Nelly's songs and got a win. That song was so dope. I wait real quick, just real quick. Let me check the score. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two. Three, I'm on the phone, baby. Can I play with six, you in a little seven. bit? Thank you. What's the score, JT? Ten to six, ludicrous. Chris Bridges. All right. All right. Nelly, EI, Luda, shake your moneymaker. Oh, I got to get that to Nelly, man. Yeah, I'm giving that to Nelly. EI was a really, really. That was his punch back. So news, right? Nelly was supposed to was originally supposed to be on the hook on Shaking Moneymaker. But they didn't that but the people who own that song didn't let it be. So they, they took him off that they took him off the hook. Oh wow. Yeah. They played the version today, you said, and what happened? It was fire. They might re-release it with Nelly's verse on it to see like how that shit goes because he said that shit was way better. Don't nobody. But he still it. lost anyway. Anyway, yeah, he still what, lost. What, what song did he go against? He went shaking money maker went against Ei. Ei would have beat that shit anyway. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, Nelly, get like this, Luda. How low can you go? Oh, that's tough. Wow. How low can you go? How low can you go? 
I seen so much work into that. How low can you go, bro? <laughs> well, that's a fact, bro. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm going I'm going with Luda on that one. I gotta go Luda. He just blessed the people with that. Yeah, I agree. He, I agree. He, he, he blessed us with a lot of a lot of stuff. A lot of left cheek, right cheek, left cheek, right cheek. <laughs> Two cheek. Nelly high in here. Luda, get out the way. Ooh. Say wait, Luda Chris, man. Say one more time. Hot in here versus Nelly what? high in here. Get out the way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. I gotta go Luda. Right. I gotta go Luda. You gotta go Luda? I gotta it's go Luda. getting hot in here. So hot. So... Damn, that's tough, actually. Nah, I think I gotta go with Nelly on that one. Like, I like Luda's nope. verse on that one. Yeah, I think, I think that in, in it, when you you in the spot, you heard, you heard that? The, yeah, the, yeah, the, nah, you're right. I, I gotta the, switch. The, the joints was going crazy, bro. It was the same thing with Get Out the Way. Girls ain't just doing this in the club. They just taking this. They doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. It's, it's a, it, that's that's a difference. I, I'm going. I'm going with Nelly. I gotta go with Nelly. Hot in here was like was like chart topping. That's true. Like that was that was like one of his big ones. This is this one is a this one is a tough one. Dilemma. Or lovers and friends. <sighs> lovers and friends, I, man. Lovers and so, friends. I, yo, I gotta. Did you ludicrous verse on lovers and friends was it, retarded. Like it was retarded. It was, but the whole dilemma song was fire. Like you know what? You know what song? I'm surprised he didn't play. That would have like that was like his, his best verse to me. The um the chopped and screwed T Pain song. Mm. Oh yeah. He, he could have played that. That beat was incredible. Yeah. Look, look, look. We got people saying Dilemma. We got people saying Lovers and Friends. We because got... they love to... well, let's, let's just say this. Kelly, uh, Dilemma wasn't Kelly Rowland's best song. So that's that's the reason why I feel like I can't. Lovers and Friends was incredible. Mm. Like, I got to go Lovers and Friends because, like, my mom likes that song. My mom just wrote <laughs> like, that shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, my mom likes that song. Uh damn, so we're gonna love in front dilemma is my shit though. Dilemma is dope. Like, that was it. I just hate it when in the video she put her hands up over his neck and he saw her underarm. It was like uh, a little quick. Patty, Patty, Patty hated that shit. Right? Huh? Patty LaBelle, she was in the um in the Lovers and Friends video. Was she? Dilemma. What she was in that video? Okay. Uh, uh all right, so y'all going Luda? Yeah, man. Yeah. Sometimes when I he bodied that verse. Like he went into that. Nah, that's your fault. You hold hands, slow dance for the record. I mean, bodied it. Mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, all right. So Nelly and Rick Rose. Here I am, and Luda, Minute Man. What's up? Say hi. Hi. Hey. <laughs> minute, Minute Man, man. Minute Man was like. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Minute Man. I'm going Minute Man. I'm going Nelly, man. That Nelly and you Rose. You going Nelly? That beat. That both both verse nah I'm going with Nelly and Ross on that one. Give me a minute, okay? Go with Eva. Thank you. Go. Uh oh, all right. I think this this was the ending. Luda, Runaway Girl. Oh, Nelly, Janet Jackson, call on me. That runaway love is different, bro. Yeah, runaway. Uh, I got to run away love. 
That song was that, that's a sleeper. I forgot he did that one. Yeah. That's just fire. I, I think I I I took Luda to win this shit and and anyway. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Luda didn't play some monster. He didn't play his put on verse. Yeah, he didn't bro, play he, he played all that Why shit he... before it happened, before it started. Oh, okay. I thought like, he could have played potion. That beat was hard. Like he didn't play um pimping all over the world. He oh, played he all that stuff. Yo, <laughs> he didn't even what, what what was that shit with Shauna? Um, uh, damn. I think it was off the Chicken and Beer album. I think I know what you're talking about too. Who didn't play the DTP anthem? Uh, where he where he sampled the Jaheem joint? Oh man, he could have played so many hits that he just trying, trying to let him live, man. He he, he let him live. He, he let him he live. He had to, man. Luda has so much in the chamber that he could have. I told the chopped and screw verse. He mm-hmm. has so much. He could have did literally so much. Luda could actually rap though too. Like Nelly could. Nah, he's nice. Yeah, yeah. But Luda got verse bars, verse. I don't think actually... Nelly got it though. Nah. I got a question for y'all though. What singer, whether male or female, do you think can go twenty for twenty with Beyonce? With who? With Beyonce. With Beyonce. So that's the first question, and then the follow-up question is: Do you think that singer can still go longer than twenty songs with Beyonce? I think that's hard. That's hard because, like, a lot of Beyonce songs is like. Let me. What am I trying to say? Like, she can sing. Right, but like she incorporates a lot of like dancing with it too. So the only person I could think of off the top of my head is Chris Brown. You think Chris Brown got 20, 20 songs that could swap with Beyonce? Yes. Yeah. I think I think I think Rihanna too. No, Rihanna. I think, I think Rihanna, Rihanna got hit. I think no, Rihanna, Rihanna got hit. At least she could give you at least twenty, but after twenty, she's gonna fizzle out. Like Beyonce could give you a, a solid forty hits. Right, like hits, so like life I, 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 I agree with Chris Brown. I think Rihanna could give give Beyonce some some type of some type of comp. Uh, my my answer was my the only person that I truly felt that could swap with her for that long is uh, I feel like. Oh wow! Phone might have died. Damn! I think he said Usher. No. Usher, no, nah, that's a good one too, though. Usher is definitely a good one. I didn't even think of that. Um, yeah, been for a long time, I should have been in the game like since I should, I should got, I should got some shit, man. But other than Usher, like who else? I'm trying to think. Like that's that's hard though. Like Beyonce, she been in the game since she was like what, like 16? Yeah, because she got all Destiny's Child. She been that's hard. You can't. I, I, I think it's, I think it's unfair to do Beyonce. You got to do if you're gonna do Beyonce, you can't do Destiny Child and things like. Like you, you gotta do Beyonce, it. Beyonce. Yeah. She don't need Destiny's Child. I'm you just go- saying she has so much more. She got like she got so much in the beginning with Destiny's Child. It's like oh, okay, it's like yeah, you know I mean. Oh, there you go. My bad, man. I was gonna Sorry. say, I think though. Did I say it? Did y'all hear what I said? I think you said Usher, but I think I don't yeah. know if I was. Yeah, yeah. I felt I, I feel like Usher could swap with her for at least twenty, and it'd be like incredible. Like, hmm. yeah, Usher got Usher got classics. Like, I don't. I think Usher could be Chris Brown. I I think I, I think I think Chris Brown got hits though. Chris Brown has a lot more than what people think. But what song could Chris Brown play that would be Confessions? Nothing. Nothing. Like nothing. Like there's no song. <laughs> but, like, but Beyonce, Beyonce could play Halo. She could play Dangerously in Love. Like, she could really put pressure on Usher that he ain't never stopped. 
Maybe like if if you open the door for rappers, I would think maybe like she could she could spar with her husband for like forty songs. Like her exactly. and- yo, I seen something like that that said like um Beyonce and Jay Z should go battle for battle. Like like that should they be would fire. be in the same room too. That'd be so dope. That would be fire. Like but you but know they not gonna do that. Too. I don't even think I don't it's know, a man. Think, bro. Beyonce. The whole black album was nothing but hits. Yeah. Yeah, like commercial but, hits, like the black so like, was commercial. Do you let Beyonce play Destiny's Child music or no? Yeah, that's what that's what we were talking about when you left. Do you let Beyonce? Wow, I, I see. My whole thing with that is I don't think Beyonce needs to. She has so that's many hits. Well, but but the only thing I'm saying is like with Destiny's Child, she has so much more. Like yeah, Destiny's but it, would, it got, wouldn't be fair. Like that just that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Work. You you have to say if if I'm going against you. You can't you you taking Destiny Child out of it. It just gotta be Beyonce. And that's that's even hard. There's nobody being that. There's nobody being her. There's nobody, it's, nobody it's being her. I think Rihanna could could tie almost like the first 15 rounds. I think Rihanna could tie. Because I feel like when music transitioned into that strip club phase where like strippers actually made Instagrams of them actually promoting that they're dancing at clubs. I feel like Rihanna was right on top. Like when um when Pour It Up, Pour It Up came out, that was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody said Tyrese. I don't think Tyrese got enough hits for twenty. I can't name twenty Tyrese songs. Tyrese could give you a good ten. Tyrese could give you a solid ten, like strong records, like Lately, uh, mm. Signs of Love Making, a Sweet Lady. I mean, he could he could start stringing them together. But after like ten, Beyonce, Beyonce start playing Halo. And starts playing like like those. You don't even have to play her major hits. To beat I know. Tyrese. She, oh, she can beat him one plus one. Imagine like, or she start playing the Eddie James joint that she did. I mean, she could go so deep. She could play stuff from the Fighting Temptations movie and start blowing people out. What about um Mariah Carey? Mariah Carey mm. would be an excellent battle, man. Wow, Beyonce that, versus that Mariah. Twenty for twenty. That would be the toughest one. You're right. I think that's the best one. Maybe Mariah, Mariah changed the game. She's the one with the the first features. Like that's what I'm saying. Mariah, it'd be too much. That would would be fire. Like that, she old though. (laughs) You go old school. He's still alive. Stevie Wonder could get in his bag. What about uh, Madonna? Madonna is theoretically the the biggest selling female artist in music history. Um, so from, I don't think it'll translate to our culture, but hit for hit wise, she has more of charted hits than Beyonce. Madonna. Hmm. Madonna. Everybody loves Madonna. Yeah, I don't just Beyonce. I know, right? Beyonce is so Beyonce is Whitney oh. Houston. Like they said, Mary J. Whitney Houston. Mary J, man. Mary J, I feel like Mary J, but the, the problem with listening to Mary J for 20 songs, like, you'd be really sad at the end of those 20 songs. <laughs> I start crying. You, you just notice you yeah, just don't it for no reason. Like, it hurt. Like, it's just, <laughs> just really, really in a painful place. Like, whereas Beyonce, man, she could put on something like like 7-Eleven, man. Beyonce 7-Eleven is the hardest. That's the hardest well-mixed beat I've ever heard in my life. It was out of this world, that production. And it was the coolest song on the planet too. Yeah. Speaking of beat, um, still waiting for one. And you told me 
Bro, he told me two days ago. <laughs> I'm like right in the middle of, of, of editing a video and re- drop, uh-huh. trying to drop a song next week. I couldn't get to it that fast, but you know I got you. <laughs> yeah, That's a we, big we, fish. We, we, uh, big yeah, fucking yeah. eyes, but a nice yeah. fucking fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we 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 when we ended, we end we end with your song. So just I'm putting that shit on there, bro. So that's dope, man. Thank you. I appreciate. It. I got yeah, one coming out it. next. Th- I got one coming out Thursday. Even Marie, can you get your brother juice, please? I'll buy you Robux. Yeah, well, next Thursday. Well, next next uh, Saturday when we on, we throw that shit on there, bro. Yeah, man. I'm 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 sticking true to the theme of my last record, uh, where I sampled Mariah Carey. Ironically, I sampled my all from Mariah Carey. It's doing so well, um, and I'm sticking true to the theme. And I sampled another '90s female um, to to do a Queen's EP, where I'm gonna sample six uh, females from back in the day and just do songs mm-hmm. over them. And so the next one, I think y'all gonna like. It's gonna be dope. Well, I like the first one, bro. So it doesn't. I'm a, I'm. A... You know, I'll tell you, you know. Thank so. you, bro. I appreciate it. So, uh, man, this, this was fun. This was fun. This was real fun. G, you got to be, you got to come on more, man. Man, I told, I tell this man all the time, like, yo, you got to text, man, my mother has to text me to remind me the days I got to go to her house. Like, my mind be all <laughs> over the place, bro. Just shoot. I, I, I just opened my Facebook. I saw the yeah. alert. I was like, oh, cool. Let me, they still on. Let me jump on. Yo, listen, you got to shoot listen. me a text. For everybody out there who's watching right now, we sat down, all three of us, and Fred was there, I think. It was me, you, and, and then, well, I don't remember that girl's name, but she was with us. And we was like, yo, let's do this. We've been working on this for a while. Yeah, bro, I'm happy and to see you do it, though. Man. We all, yeah, we all been doing, like, you know, we, we tried to get it done, when we, and it didn't work at that time, and, and now it's working, and we just going to keep it going. So you, you are more than welcome to be on this anytime you want. Like, Thank like you, you, you a good, you a good conversation, you a good everything. So, you are more than welcome to be a regular man, man. Whenever you want to come on, baby, and talk to us, we we are we're looking forward to talk to you, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. I appreciate. it. I got a question for you. How, how much I got to pay you to turn around, take one of those fishes, and eat it raw? <laughs> nah, I can't. These are like my kids. Right bro. now, bro. Give me, give me a number right Look now. That. Look at that. Give me a number right now. I give you. I give you. A, I give you my next stimulus check. You you go right in there. Take take that blue. Nah. Take that. Yo, bro. You have I can, all $10 I like, of it. That one right there. That fish right there is cost probably a thousand dollars, bro. I, I can't do that. That's crazy. Yeah, he, I'm saying the little one. Take a little one. Take the yellow one right there. Take Nemo. Look at that! Look at that! Look at look look how big he is! I know he's like yo, the big fucking eyes, but a nice fucking fish. <laughs> <laughs> yo, but um, JT, we got anything else, or you want to just you want to close it out? Um, nah, I don't got no more questions, man. We got to do this again. This was fun. Yeah, we do, we do, we do. Uh, Monday, listen for everybody who's watching. Monday will be our last last dance recap. So. There's no more last dance, so we we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about Michael Jordan. We're gonna talk about the shit we've seen, and that will be our last one until whatever the hell we think about next. But Monday <laughs> will be our will be our last one. I'm tired of Michael yeah. Jordan, bro. I, I gotta tune in on Monday because I haven't even been watching it. So I gotta I gotta catch up with y'all guys. Yeah, su- Sunday will we watch it? Monday we'll 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 put it on. It'll be our last one. So. But uh, we appreciate everybody listening. And uh, you want to say anything before I, I close out with this 
for the song that my that that uh, that my friend here has. No, I'm good, man. Again, thank you for everybody who's still here listening. Thank you for everybody who shared, who liked, who commented, um, who popped in. Like all of that stuff means the world to us. Like we're we're nothing without the support of y'all. So, um, again, we really appreciate y'all even taking the time on a Saturday night at that, like to dedicate to sit here and, and hear us chop it up and to converse with us. I can't thank you guys enough. Really appreciate y'all. Word. All right, well, G, you got anything you want to say? Thank you for being on. I just want to say that one more time. Definitely. Yeah, man, thank you. Thank you for having me, man. I love it. Love tuning in. I'm mad I missed the damn a whole hour and change of it, but you know, maybe yeah, next you, time I get a test. You, you know, you missed <laughs> you missed you missed a real good beginning, bro. I would tell you right now, go back and listen to it. My cousin, he had um COVID, and uh, he was he was oh, telling us wow. his testimony of what happened, how it was in the hospital, and all that stuff. So it was real good. So if you Anybody else wants to go back and listen to that? It was really, really, really awesome. Then we had his wife on, um, which showed us the other side of having a husband in the hospital. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's dope. I'm gonna definitely but, go back and watch that. Yeah, but I'm I'm definitely gonna text you after this, though, bro. Um, but I wanna I wanna I wanna lay it off like this. I wanna play everybody this song. This is that shit. Can you hear it? Yeah, yeah, that's Turn up a little bit. Thank you for, for just watching, listening, and everything like that. We appreciate y'all. Until we see y'all Monday, and or we see y'all Saturday, or we see y'all throughout the week when we're doing something. But please, everybody, tune in. Appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Peace. Peace out, man.